And uh, welcome to episode 376 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sean. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ed. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's shaking? How was your week? Uh, busy. Um, you know, uh, I was I was I was watching a lot of stuff. I picked up a few things, and I, wa- I was watching a few things. Um, I, I went to the dollar store. You know, like like I've been you know talk about like here and here and there to to pick find some bargain DVDs and Blu-rays uh, that are available for a buck. So I figured, you know, why not? Um, and some of the some of them were these bizarre ones. I figured I wanted to pick these up. I saw these from other. Uh, YouTube vloggers that uh, talk about movies and stuff. Uh, this one was called Adventures at the Chocolate Factory. And um, I know nothing about this. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to read the description for it. All I could say is that the cover of it has a car, like an old style car like from like the 30s or 20s. Okay. And it's flying like like the ch- uh, Chi Chi Bang Bang, if, you, if anybody knows that, that movie. Okay. Um, some... some Geek should do that because that's the one that uh, uh, Ian Fleming wrote, the guy who wrote created James Bond. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah, this this is kind of like a rip off. It was like a foreign film, so I'm gonna like watch it one day and I'll give you a review of that one. Um, this one also uh, it picked up it was called Balls Out. It looks like it's a kind of a comedy. Um, I watched the trailer of this and a lot of the like you've seen shows and movies with these actors in it. But they played small roles. You had no idea who they are or they were just a blip in the radar because, you know, some star kind of just shadowed over them. And it was like, right. you know, it was it was. Uh, um, uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's like all those comedians, com- comedic stars that were in shows and stuff that you found somewhat funny. But, you know, they didn't have like a big impact in the show or a movie. So like they're they're in this movie. So uh, one of the guys was I don't know if you remember in Winter Soldier when they were in the uh, like look look at the Apple Store. It was like the, a computer store, and uh, you know Black Widow was uh, trying to decipher what was on this uh, USB stick. Right. Okay. And the guy comes up and he goes, you know, like I'm you know so and so, and he goes, oh, I have the same glasses as you, you know, at home as you do. You know, it's like, oh yeah, you guys, you twin, the guy with the long hair and the beard. Right, right, right. He's one of the guys that's in this. Uh, okay. One of the last seasons of The Office, you know, uh, had this guy Pete, and uh, the the I forget the guy who's who Ed Helms played, but he kept calling him Nard Dog. He didn't know, and he was dating his ex girlfriend, and he was trying to figure this out. But he after a while he for, for figured didn't figure out who he was. So like when he found out, like you know, it was because he kept calling him Nard Dog. He didn't know his name, so he's in it as well. So he's, I think he's the main star of it. So like comedians like that, like actors, comedic actors that they've, that's done stuff that you've kind of seen and go, hey, I know him from somewhere. This is that movie, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went to Walmart today because uh, I had uh, some extra time and I picked up Baby Driver. We watched it once. I liked it. I figured, you know what, I don't have my collection. Um, and then finally something I picked up on eBay, uh, something that, uh, we watched the first season of you have, and I had no idea there was more than one season of this. So I, 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 you know, when I saw it, I was like, I had to pick it up. Um, I picked it up on eBay because it was only $20 where it's uh, $30 on uh, Amazon. It's called the guild. Oh, I've seen that. Created it's with, on Netflix. Yes. I actually bought it on a uh, DVD. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, it's on DVD. It's not on Blu-ray. 
but the complete the complete mega set uh, is available for for like 19.99 on on Amazon or on, uh, on eBay. So you know, I because I, I saw it one day of scrolling through and I was like. Oh my God! There's more seasons. Like we only saw season one because I think you only picked up season because it was only available at the time when you, we watched it. Right. So. Right. Uh, so that's yeah. what I picked up. I but I I was watching a lot this week. I started watching Cobra Kai. Okay. I liked it a lot. You know, I was enjoying it. Um. And then I was getting kind of, uh, I, I I'm I'm like itching for for some stuff like like to watch like other than you know like Cobra Kai was good and all but I'm like. I'm like ah, you know, like I'm, I'm, I want to. I, I itch for like gangster movies and cyberpunk, you know. And I didn't, I didn't scratch the itch for my cyberpunk yet to watch something like that because I'm like I'm gonna find something new. I don't want to watch the same things. I'm like I want to watch something new. So I have to see if I have anything in either my library or, or or online or something like that to find. But the one thing I did watch uh, on Netflix was called Kill the Irishman. Okay. With uh, Ray- it's an old movie, yeah. Ray Stevenson and uh, um, Christopher Walken, you know Christopher okay. Walken wasn't really right. Ray Stevenson was the the main guy because he was he was the he was the Irishman in this. Um, it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. The only thing that's weird is at one point, uh, you know, the Irishman played by Ray Stevenson, who's the Punisher, you know, in Punisher right. Warzone, he has sex with Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's the one thing that would be implanted in my brain forever. <laughs> Is that the Punisher had sex with Velma from Scooby Doo? Jinkies. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it was it was a good movie. Like I said, there was there was a lot of uh, like actors that you've like again they're like. Uh, they're they're in movies and stuff and maybe you've not seen them like you know it's an older movie so probably probably when their careers were really hot you know kind of thing but it was it was just interesting because uh it it was based on a true story and they did use some some like film clips based you know from uh you know in in integrated not a lot just like one i think really but then there was an interview and they showed the interview at the end like at the credits and how close it was to you know it almost be in this like same comparison, you know, but of course it's based on true stories. You know, you have to take that a grain of salt, like how much of it was really true. And, you know, right. but it was interesting. I was, it was a, it was a, it was a good movie to, uh, you know, if you, if you want to see a different gangster movie, uh, you know, and you haven't seen kill the Irishman, it was worth the watch. Okay. Uh, and then of course, I think the big one that I hope you watched, which dropped on Friday on, um, Amazon prime, uh, was um, The Boys season two? Uh, yeah, I, I caught episode one. I haven't seen the, the. I haven't seen two or three yet. I watched all three episodes. <laughs> you should, there is that pause of disappointment in your in your in your voice. You're like, oh man. <laughs> I, I full disclosure. I, I came home. I worked Friday, and I came home, and I really wanted to watch start watching it. But then I saw it was going in the first three episodes, and a part of me is like. And then everyone's going to come out every every Friday. And there's a part of me that's irritated by that because I'm like, I don't think they did that with the first season. That it now, is. Right. They just dumped it out there. Now they know it's it's a hit. It's like, oh, now we're going to feed you – we're going to give you the first three episodes for a little bit. And then every week you're going to have to wait for another episode. And I'm like, well, that's that's not fair. That ain't right. 
You didn't do it before, but now you know it's a hit, so you're now going to milk out of subscriptions out of people because that's going to be at least two months subscription because you got eight weeks or maybe eight to ten weeks worth of shows. Oh yeah, because it's going sometime in October. I think I I I looked it up and it was like uh like mid October or something. I forget exactly when it's it's, it's going right. to, but it's, I know it's going to end in October, so it's right. going to be so two months worth that- of. Right, so there's that part of me that's just like, well, fuck you, I'll wait till October, you know. But then I watched the first episode anyway, and I'm like, okay, looks good. There was a couple like, holy shit moments, and I was like, all right, I'll get around to episode two and three probably before this Friday. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean the, the the real holy shit episode really is episode three. I mean that was the one that was like, holy. Well, yeah, that's, right. That's the one they're going. Okay, we'll give you the first three, and the three and episode three will give you the ho ho ho. Now you gotta tune in for next week. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh. Now they're gonna make it that like that holy shit show that I can't wait till next week and talk about it around the water cooler. And I'm like, well, damn you, damn you, Amazon, <sighs> stretching out my time. <laughs> like I want to binge. Well, that's a, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's. I think it's the fact that they want you to. Um, subscribe subscribe but but it means because it's like because i thought about it first i'm thinking this is stupid like people who have amazon sign up for like a year because it's like you know and i think you could pay it monthly but like you might as well just get the year and then i'm thinking yeah some people do it monthly and all but it's just like even so they're still paying it month to month they're not they're not you know um you know, going, Oh, this month I'm not paying for it. You know, they, like right. odds are you're, you're cause it's an auto pay, you know, you're, you're, they're sucking the money out of you, you know, like a gym membership, <laughs> like right. whether you use it or not, you know, we're taking the money. And, and, and I thought about it, I'm thinking odds are they probably have a, th- they have the 30 day trial. So they probably think that people are going to like sign up just to watch season two cancel the right. before the 30 days is up to watch it all. So now they have to stretch it out. So, it's either they're going to wait till October and do that and, and, you know, and, and sign up for the 30 days, watch it and then cancel. And then by that point though, everybody's going to spoil it because everybody's going to talk about it for the next two months. You know, right. like, like, like type of things. So you're going to like, well, I might as well, might as well sign up and get it now. And then just, you know, you know, plus the fact you could probably buy two months and just, you know, watch the whole thing and then cancel it. If you'd really don't want to do a whole year or whatever. But you know, it's like I, I think they just want to say they they don't you know they're not giving it away for free basically you know they want to right <clears throat> and then also too I think it's also because a lot of a lot of shows on Disney drop on Friday so it's it's I think it's like who's gonna like keep your you know like who's gonna occupy your time more Disney or Amazon you know like I think that's where the fight's gonna start coming in with with different things like how how things are are. Uh, because uh, like like stuff's dropping for everything like all week long, but the only the new stuff really drops on Friday. So I think that's like the Friday night war is going to be the, the the way to go. Right. Speaking of Friday night and stuff dropping, did you watch Mulan? No. No. Nope. Wow. Did you? No. Hell no. Because because we found out when it when it was coming out in uh you know for for all well, not for free but with the subscription, right? Like, yeah, I think I just saw another article where it's like, yo, it's confirmed it's going to be free for everybody in, in December, December fourth, right? So it's like two months or wait, three months, four months, three months, three months. Yeah. Sorry, three. Either way, I I can wait for a live action Mulan. In fact, if I wanted to, I have what's called the Fire Stick. You know, <laughs> so if I wanted to, I could watch it right now. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shows over. I'm gonna watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then that's the thing. Like like, I mean, based off of the critics, though. I mean, that's the thing. Like like, I'm don't take the critics for what they're worth because they all say the same things. They're like, I wasn't a fan of the original Mulan, but this movie sucks because of this, this, this reason. And it's just like, oh, so they're slamming the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of pro- apparently a lot of problems with it. I didn't I didn't watch anything because I didn't want to be spoiled with it. Because I'm like I'm gonna make my own mind because I am gonna see it. You know I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna not see it. You know I'm definitely gonna see it. I'm just not gonna pay sure. for it now. I'm not dropping thirty dollars now because it's the thing. Like like if it was like five bucks or seven bucks, like, like I would be. Going, you know what? For for three months, for seven dollars, sure. You know, like I'll do that. You know, but you're talking thirty dollars. You know, for three months, and you're like, that's just stupid. Like, like who who? You know, I mean, I I've heard people buying it. You know, and I like mostly it's reviewers. You know, like I haven't heard anybody that I know seen like bought it. So like. I'm thinking, I think everybody's pretty wise. It's like, you know, like, like, well, I'm all right. I have the subscription. It's not like I'm going to, you know, cancel it. Cause that's the other thing that's killer too, is the fact is, is that you pay 30 bucks and say like two months from now, you subscription lapses. Cause it's going to be a year in October and you only have the year. You don't re up the, the subscription that's gone. You know, it's like goodbye 30 bucks, you know? And, you know, cause if you, you know, I'm sure they're going to send you like an auto ref, you know, auto renew for your subscription, but Say like you don't set up the auto renew, and then it's just like, and you know, like, yeah, I don't want to do that, and all of a sudden, like, you've paid that thirty bucks, yeah, you know, right, it's gone, yeah. You know. Okay, right. so, but that okay. uh, that was pretty much uh, my week. Like I said, uh, I recommend the Irishman. If I thought uh, the boys, the there's there's three seasons, there's I mean three episodes. Wow, you know, uh, uh, okay. I enjoyed it a lot. You know, I mean, I'm. I was itching for it since last year, since you know, since we saw saw Sully season one. I like season one a lot. Um, you know, I um, it's it's kind of like how do I put this predictable in a way. Okay. You 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 kind of see you kind of see because you know the characters now after the one season because I mean they only have like what episode eight episodes the first season uh yeah eight, eight episodes the first season so you didn't know what was going to happen all through those eight seasons eight episodes and now you're watching season two I kind of know where these characters are going like just based off of watching eight episodes before and so some of it was kind of predictable and it was you know kind of not um but there was, I mean, I, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm like, there was stuff that's like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> you know, they're going, they're going that way. Like, Whoa, you know, I mean, especially the, the, the third episode. I mean, there's a, there's a massive scene in there and you're going like, how, I mean, like, how, how do you get past that? You know, it's just like, I can't tell you what it is, obviously, you know, and you have to watch right. it for yourself. But when you see that moment, you're like, wow, I can't believe they pulled that off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll watch episode two and three today. I have off tomorrow, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the watch, I tell you. You know, and it's definitely, it's definitely something. You know, like I said, I'm going to be watching now every week. I wish they dumped them all. I would have, I would have, because I, I started late Friday night, like you know, thinking, 
yeah, I'm probably going to fall asleep. I was awake the whole time. Like, like, you know, and I'm like, I want it more. Like, like I wanted season, I wanted episode four. I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker, got to wait a week. Like this sucks. This, you know, this is like three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, <I'm, laughs> you know, and I'm like, it's motherfucker. I got to wait. I got to wait six and a half, four days for this. This sucks. Cause they, they dropped it early. Cause actually I wanted to watch it like Thursday night into Friday morning type of thing. Cause it was there. And like, cause I, cause I don't watch, uh, uh, Amazon prime. Like, I like, like, I think it's like the boys, the last time was the last thing I watched on it, you know? Right. And, uh, so I had to relog in cause after so much it, it logs you out. Like, you know, because it's like, you know, Oh, you're not, you're not watching it. Then you got to relog in. You just, they want to keep you, uh, I don't know why that's just to me stupid. So I was like, oh, son of a bitch. And I'm trying to get my, you know, to work. And I couldn't, and I was like, I was too lazy, too tired to pull out my laptop because <laughs> I was trying to do it through the phone and it wasn't working right, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, forget it. I'm like, I'm like, there's always tomorrow, you know? Like there's a whole weekend. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And then Friday night I was, t- I was tired and I'm like, and I got it to work and I'm like, all right. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I'll just watch one episode, see how far I get. And then I watched the whole thing and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I wish, where's episode four coming out? <laughs> It better be out on this Friday. It better come out. <laughs> yeah, as I said, it's it's a it's a great show. Especially they they dropped the name. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil that a little bit. They dropped the name or, uh, for season three. We talked about last week. Right, uh, Soldier Boy. Yes. So you know they just mentioned him. You know briefly in a in a right. They, they tease you. They talk. It was in episode one where. I mean, episode one, I was kind of, I was a little giddy watching it because I like when they dropped Soldier Boy, I chuckled because I'm like, I know that's going to be Jensen next season. I know they signed that. And there's the characters are so kind of over the top. So, like, when every time Homelander is on screen, I'm just smiling ear to ear because he's so psychotic that any moment I'm waiting for him to snap, you know. And there's that moment where he's in the old office and he does the little thing with the bottle of milk, you know. <laughs> I'm like, it's, to me, that's funny because of everything that happened in season one. I'm like, all right, all right, you know. So I'm in, I'm invested, but the part of me is like, okay, well, I don't like, I, I'm, um, I'm a little on the like, okay, watch two episodes, and I gotta wait for the third one. And the part of me is like, okay, well, I remember to watch it on the third one. I know I will, but it's just the 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 waiting is kind of annoying. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really annoying to just to just sit there and wait a week after, especially then now like next week will be one episode. You will watch that one episode, and then you're like, "Oh motherfucker, I gotta wait another week for the next episode." Like yeah, it's, it's it is killing. Like like I remember Mandalorian watching all that Disney Plus because they only that was one episode. They didn't give you a few episodes to watch on the first day. I don't think I don't remember. Uh, but then watching every episode week after week after that, it was, it was, it was tough, you know? And then, I mean, I watched it again. I think this whole season, you know, is uh, Mandalorian straight through. So I'll probably do that with boys. I'll probably end up watching the, like once everything, all the episodes are out, I'll maybe I'll watch them every week, but then once I, once everything is done, I'll, I'll end up watching the whole, whole thing over again, the whole season right. two over again, just to, just to see it's like straight through from begin to end, like almost nonstop just to, Cause it, I mean, like I said, so far it's, it's that good. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, there's, there's seasons, you know, you're like, oh, okay, it was good. It was good. But like, this is like, 
like one of those seasons, one of those shows you're like, wow, this is, this is really like good. Cause it's like, it shows you more like psychological like aspects of things, you know, which was, I thought was fascinating. Like, you know, like, like how, right. like, like what superheroes are going through in their head in a way, and, you know, and then, you know, how people like perceive, you know, superheroes, you know, more than just, you know, people get saved by him and stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, I when when I was I was chuckling the most during the uh, episode one, the um, wake for Translucent Man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I, there's not even a body in there. <laughs> like, I'm just like these guys are having this break it down emotionally, and I'm like. That's an empty casket. Like, <laughs> that's a, that was the best part. I mean, like they're standing, and it's just a frame. Because that's the thing; it's not even it's not even like a like a standard like casket. It's it's a frame of a casket, like so you could see into it. It's a, it's a it's a translucent coffin for a translucent man, and you, they even went as far as to put a little dent in the pillow to make you think there's a body in there. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, wow, it really is all just a show to you guys. And and seeing Homelander kind of tear up a little bit, and and Star Girl, whatever her name is, uh, Starfire, Starfire, I think Star Girl, Star Girl, singing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, Starbright, I think it like, is. You guys are really sh- shoveling it out. I'm like that's great, and then to see um, what's his name, uh, kind of be head of the, he was the bad guy. Oh, I gotta get his name because I, I he deserves to be by name. <laughs> He's, uh, let's see, the boys, right? Because he was just in season two, episode one. He's the Starlight is her name. That's mm-hmm. it. All episodes, season two, the big ride. Uh, 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 top episode cast. It is. Where is he? Uh, Gia Car- Gianna Carlo Esposito. Um, he he he's like the head of Voight at the moment, I think, or he's the one that Homelander goes and talks to about hiring uh, Stormfront. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. But he he's also the bad guy in The Mandalorian. Yes. He was the owner of the chicken shack in uh, the the chicken restaurant in um, Breaking Bad. Okay. He's also well, you never saw Breaking Bad. He's also um, uh, the bad guy, the lead bad guy in the new Far Cry Six game that's coming out. Wow! Like his face is everywhere, and he, I've always liked him in everything he's done. He's never really played a good guy, so it makes me like, oh, is he him and him and Homelander are going to be not the best of buddies? <laughs> huh. I was like, I'm like, I'm real excited to see all that transpire, and and I, it was, it's uh, it's it's good. <laughs> I, I will definitely watch the next two episodes probably tonight or or within the next 24 hours. Okay. So maybe next week I'll be like, Ed, I'm all caught up. Yeah, I said it's <laughs> it's worth it's worth catching up on. You know, as I say, like like I know people like some people are like, yeah, I'm just gonna wait till the end, and I'm like, I can't. Like that's just. Like I said, especially after season one, you're like, I cannot wait to like wait for everything to drop and then and then watch it all at once, you know, which is great. And I mean, I mean, that Netflix is that's the way they do it. But I'm like, I'm like, ah, I need to see it now. Like, I can't, <laughs> I just can't. I can't wait. It's too good. So it's worth it. Right. So what? Right. how was your week? What did you do? Uh, 
most of my week, I, I'm as you know, I'm, I'm back to work, so I'm dealing with the public. So joys in that. Um, mostly, actually, the height of my day came today, because this is how it started. I'm off today, right? Uh. So we were supposed to go just go stay and hours. We just go food shopping. You know, basic little little chores. Well, it turned into a, you know, your, your, hey, let's go on an adventure type thing. But it wasn't really in a real adventure. It was let's go shopping adventure. Because I, because I went back to my job, I'm standing all day. And the shoes that I have now were really kind of hurting my feet. And Stacey's like, well, maybe you should get a new pair of shoes. I'm like, okay. that I didn't really think about it. That seems fine. We'll go get new shoes on top of the food shopping that we're supposed to get done today, too. So we got up kind of late. And we started our day off. We had to stop at Target, and the people at Target—not your, not the Target by your house, but the Target by my house. Did you ever walk in and you just went, "Oh my God! If if a if a bomb went off right now, there wouldn't be that great of a great of a loss." Because <laughs> 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 of all the fucking morons that were hanging out there. Not like, oh, they're not wearing their mask, or it's just, just rude. I mean, I also know, too, I have to sidebar and say, I know that this is a holiday weekend, and I use holiday in quotes because it's Labor Day weekend out here in the States. Yeah. So it's like everyone and their mother now is going to go out shopping because I guess it's, hey, you know what? I guess it's just business as usual. But the amount of stupid, rude people that were out today just driving, just to, uh, take up for a five minute drive was insane. Then we walk into Target and it was like batshit crazy in there too. Just people randomly like talking. There was Ed. There was a woman. <laughs> I didn't see it. Stacy told me about it in the car, and I'm glad she told me because if I would have saw it, I probably would have. I probably would have freaked out. Not freaked out, but I would have been really more disappointed in humanity than I was than, than I already was this morning. <laughs> um, there was a woman in the self checkout line. <laughs> I, I didn't see it, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what Stacy told me. There was a woman who bought baby shoes for her baby, right? And a toddler, toddler. So think two year old, I guess. Um, and bought shoes for her baby, her toddler. The toddler was wearing those shoes, and she was trying to scan those shoes while on the toddler. <laughs> Stacy told me this in the car. Thank God he told me in the car. Because if you had told me in line, I would have had to have filmed this. Because in my head, all I could see is this woman picking up her kid and trying to scan the kid with the shoes on. And the shoes weren't just free-flowing shoes. They were still tied together. They so, worked in The Simpsons. They weren't in, they weren't like, she didn't, she didn't cut the parts of the kick and free form her leg. It was like, it was like her kid was already in shackles. It was like, like you know, do that, that shuffle, shuffle, shuffle thing. Yes. But, but in my head, all I could visualize was this woman picking up her kid and trying to skip, like, like what happens to Maggie Simpson in the opening of The Simpsons. That's as a, like, you worked on The Simpsons. Like, like, like she's trying to scan her kid. And in my head, it was like, number one, I can't stand when people open up food in the shop, shop, shop mart and start eating it before they pay for it. 
Yes. That's I don't I don't care if you're gonna pay for it in two minutes. That's still to me stealing. Yeah. I, I know it's stupid. I know it's silly. And it's I, I my I don't have much of a high moral compass, but for whatever reason, that one just really irks me. I, I don't I don't understand. It's like, hey, you didn't buy it yet. I get it. Don't open those Oreos until you actually physically buy them. Until right. then, you're stealing. Yeah, technically, they're not yours. Even though you selected those and you're going to make that purchase, until you right. give them that money, it doesn't belong to you. Right. How do I know that you're halfway done that bag and you're going to go, you know what? I don't think I want these anymore and put them away. You're stealing. Right. You know? So, so, but this woman put the shoes on her kid and then went around the store with her kid. First of all, it means you brought your kid in the store barefoot, which a toddler fine whatever i mean not every kid oh well, i'm sorry of- <laughs> wait, wait, wait. i'm sorry i must have missed that part it wasn't a baby it was a toddler it was a toddler it had as stacy said like she over my shoulder when i said two two maybe three years old tops a toddler did stacy's like definitely two so this kid's walking talking goo goo you're not goo goo gaga more like ma 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 so <laughs> so kid came into the store barefoot. <laughs> then you put shoes on that kid, and then proceeded to try to check out those shoes with your kid still wearing them and them still being tied together with that little bungee cord that they use. I, 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 don't, I just, I'm in my head. All I'm seeing is some woman holding her two-year-old, going. Like trying and not and then not scanning and not wondering why and not no, at no point in her head go maybe I should take the shoes off then scan them or maybe I shouldn't have put them on in the first place because what if my kid who's barefoot in those shoes running around all of a sudden you decide yeah you know what I want my kid wearing them and then just tossing them off to the side in the middle in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of Target just just I'm like. <laughs> I'm just I'm like I'm so glad I was actually in the car sitting when Stacy told me that because I think that if she would have told me that I, I would have had to have had to sit down. Just to be like like you know, like oh oh I think I heard something. You know, like that pain in your side where you just gotta go <sighs> like I'm like, we haven't been out of the house for no more than 45 minutes when this happened. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is going to be one of those days. That's and so, great. <laughs> I kind of wish, I kinda, now I kind of wish he did tell you. So you could have filmed it. So we- I could have filmed live on Facebook, Geeksters, for, Geeksters Radio. Watch, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, uh, it just makes me just it makes me go this is the reason why we can't seem to get over the hump of coronavirus just, just, this is why we're not this is why we're not flattening the curve people this is why America is looked at as the this the special child in their family just uh, so so that was just that was like early this afternoon then like I said I was going to go out and get some new sneakers and we wound up going out out of we went further than I really was hoping to go. Like, you know how you, you go to a store and you're like, okay, I don't want to leave this area. Mm-hmm. And then we go to a shoe store and they, I saw a pair that I liked, but they didn't have my size. I check and the store that had it is out of the, out of the zone of comfortability that I really wanted to go at, go into. You know, 
quick, I had to go to Willow Grove. Now, I love Willow Grove, but I didn't really want to go to Willow Grove today because I didn't. I just wanted to go shopping for food, come home, chill, go back to playing my video game. I got two days off. I really wanted to soak that time up because, you know, my legs are hurting from standing. Yeah. So now I am driving to Willow Grove, right? And I would go to Famous Footwear. I think it was Famous Footwear. Famous Footwear. They're I'm dropping names like they're like they're, they're sponsors. <laughs> and, and now they are. <laughs> and I walk in, and they didn't have the sneakers that I. I liked the sneakers. I liked the style, but I wound up just getting a different pair. But it was buy one get one. Okay, get one half off. Yeah. Now I want you to. So Stacy. Like we go to buy shoes for myself, and somehow Stacy still winds up with a pair of shoes. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> like, this is all about you, babe. You, you know, your feet are hurting. Let's go get you shoes. And then next, you know, we're walking out with two boxes, one for me, one for her. Now, again, it was buy buy one get one half off, so her shoes wound up being twenty two dollars. Uh-huh. She had to. It was twenty two dollars. Like, like it wasn't breaking the bank or nothing. It wasn't like it was just. I found it funny that you know. Hey, let's go get you shoes. Hey, look, there's shoes for me too. <laughs> that old gag. <laughs> I think she. So, I think she played you, man. <laughs> I, you know, well, you know, I love her, so it's okay. <laughs> so, she. When we were at the first store, we were first the first famous footwear bar by not too close from my house. You know, um, she was jokefully going to say that she was going to buy a pair of Crocs because she heard. That they were, you know, super comfortable, and she had them. She was trying them on, and she was like, "Oh, they're like in clouds." But she wasn't. She wasn't going to get a pair because they didn't have the shoes that I wanted, you know. And I was like, "Okay." So we go to the second famous footwear out in Willow Grove, and Ed, she bought a pair of Crocs. All right. Okay. Now they're pure white, and they look like something. And I, I described it as this: This looks like something a patient in a Hospital would see as their very last thing as the nurse smothers them with a pillow. <laughs> okay, they are—they're all white. They look like something that you definitely see in, like you know, like like fucking one flew over the cuckoo's nest, you know, <laughs> nurse ratchet type shit. Right? and she's like, no, but they're great. Here, and I think this was the real selling point to her. Is that you? I think everyone. I don't. I don't think I should have to describe what Crocs look like, but I will for the 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 for the people at home who uh-huh. can't, who don't want to Google it. They're like little slip-on shoes. Like they kind of look like clo- like old-timey clogs, except they're made. Stacy made me put them on. All right, and this is what it felt like to me. And only only I think people uh, who've had Hot Wheel cars will actually know the reference I'm talking about. It felt like I was wearing the track that Hot Wheel cars ride on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? That's what it felt like to my feet. I felt like at any minute I was going to push my Hot Wheel car off of the dresser, down a ramp, and hope that it hits the loop-the-loop all the way through. (laughs) (laughs) All right? I put them on and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get the the hype. 
Pinocchio. They had these like little pin cushy type things where it feels like your feet are on like little pins. It doesn't hurt. I guess it's supposed to be like pressure points or whatever. I, I don't know. Stacy loved them. She was happy. That's all that really mattered in the end. You know, because I'm not stupid. I, right. you know, I have to sleep next to her, and I don't want her to smother me with, you know, while she's wearing the, the Crocs. You know, <laughs> but I think with the that's real, why she got the Crocs. <laughs> well, it's she was torn. I got to tell you, she was torn between two different ones. Uh-huh. One was kind of a multicolored thing. Now, if anyone knows, it was it was a galaxy one. It was kind of like blues and purples. It looked like a galaxy type painting type scene now anyone knows anyone who knows stacy knows that she's a very colorful person she likes tie-dye she likes rainbow colors she's very bright and shiny the exact opposite of me right? <laughs> i'm moody and and give me if, if black sometimes is a little too bright for me okay? Doom and gloom and bright and shiny right, right. So i'm i'm you know i'm brooding she's like hello you know like she's out there but it was this one, that pair, or a pair of pure white ones, like, like not even like like milk, white milk things on her feet, right? Uh-huh. That's the one she went with because I did not know this, Ed, but you know you can bedazzle Crocs. They're called they're called gibbets. Gibbets. Okay. Gibbets. Now, Crocs have these little holes all up around oh, the top. Oh, all right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And their holes, the holes, now at, at one point in time, I'm sure that they had this conversation. The holes are for ventilation, to keep your feet cool. And, you know, so that, because even Stacy admitted when she was, because after we, she bought them, she put them on. We went through, we went food shopping while she was wearing them. And, the, you know, she had socks on, so the wind was going through her shoes and all that. And she was like, ooh, this is like walking on clouds. And I'm like, okay. Like, you're not, that's a really hard sell, but I'm still not buying them. You know? <laughs> and, and, but what happens is, like, these people are, I can see them going in a board meeting. Okay, Crocs are kind of downselling. How, what can we do to increase sales on our Crocs? And someone looked at this room and seriously said, Let's put shit in those holes. <laughs> okay. And instead of calling them pins or tchotchkes, we're going to call it giblets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, not giblets. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Thanksgiving. What are they called? <laughs> giblets. 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 J-I-B-B-I-T-S, I'm sure. It's probably spelled. Now, there's a Z because, you know, it's got to be cool and hip. For the kid, for the quote unquote kids, right? Uh. <laughs> but what you do is you buy these little things, and they're like little pins, and you put them in the holes of the Crocs, thus defeating the purpose of the coolness going through the shoe. But it's okay because you can have Mickey ears as a pin. Oh yeah, yeah. Or... You know, I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah, that's you know, like because like we go to Disney, that's that's like the number one shoe. That like people that buy or wear there because they have. I knew it. 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 They have. Because... They have all kinds of giblets. I don't know. I, I know I possess. You did too. <laughs> There's no Ellen. Gibbets. Gibbets. So I, I I like and they sell like packs of gibbets like there like in you know. Yes. 
So yeah. like you could get like, you know, like princesses or Mickey's or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever movie, whatever, you know, they have a collection of them, you know, and that's and like, you can buy them, you know, like, and you know, scores of them, you know, like, and they're, you know, it's like, it's cause well, it, and, and I've learned that there are 13 holes on the shoes on each one. So you can get a total of 26 gibbets for your moods and for your styles. And, you would have thought Stacy won the lottery. She was looking at the gibbets that were sold on Crocs.com or whatever gibbet.net or wherever the hell <laughs> website she was looking at. Because the first thing she saw was a Slytherin flag. She was like, oh, my God, I need this. She got her Batman symbol. She got a bunch of other – she got – um. She's 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 calling she's calling up the order right now, so I can read read you what she bought. She bought eight of them. Okay. Huh. I'm gonna tell you something, Ed. They're about four bucks a pop. All right. <laughs> so she bought a Slither a Harry Potter Slytherin house. Uh -huh. She bought a mermaid tail. Uh -huh. She bought a candy bear, which it's a gummy bear. They can't legal for legal reasons not call it a gummy bear. Right. She got a palm tree. She got a big wave because you know she's an island girl. She got the Batman shield. She got a lollipop, and she got Super Mario Luigi's just his head because she's a Luigi girl, right? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you she spent thirty five dollars in gibbets. That's that's including taxes and shipping. That's after. That's after. That's after she got a twenty percent off a site wide. So. $35 technically it was like $43. Yeah. Here's here's the here's, a, here's the thing that, that's the real kicker. It was $22 for the shoes. Exactly what I was going to say it. She bought the equivalent of two pairs of Crocs in gibbets. Now granted <laughs> this the, the $22 we spent was the half off. So technically Crocs are like 44 45 bucks. So she bought her Crocs share worth of gibbets. <laughs> and that was only eight of them. Eight out of possible 26. Because you know you can't. Well, you can't 26, seven. 26 you at one gibbets. time. Like, she, right, 26 at one time, exactly. She could, she could have all. She's gonna have a whole like you know a, a, one of those like booklets where you're gonna thumb through like kids have their Pokemon cards and she's gonna go what do I feel like having today oh here's my Spider Man or here's my Batman oh look my Slytherin one oh look Mickey ears um like once she found out that she can customize her Crocs she was doubling down on getting a pair <laughs> I, I I'm like oh okay I, in my head I'm like. Well, I hope there's not like I hope it's a flat piece on the back so that way, you know, her feet can still slide in and they're not gonna feel uncomfortable. Like I I don't know anybody who has crocs that puts gibbets in them. I don't even I think Stacy's now officially the first person I know that owns a pair of crocs. Yeah. And she's gonna I don't do your wife does your wife have a pair? No, no. She... Uh, <laughs> like, do you have a pair, Ed? You could, it's okay, you can tell me. Here okay, here's <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> There are times that I'm at Disney and I see these Crocs. I mean, they're everywhere. You you go to any of the stores, there's Crocs. There's like, you know, like there's Aporiums. There's different like, you know, mouse gears and blah, blah, blah. All these different stores that you go through because it's, it's, Disney is half rides or it's a okay third ride, third food and third 
shopping and mostly shopping. Sure. So you, you like any, any good store, like, you know, that's not like a specific store for a rye, but like a general kind of Disney store will have these Crocs. And there's a bit, a couple of times that I've thought about buying them because it's like, <laughs> cause it's like, I've seen, I like, I've seen all these guys wear, you know, I'm like, I'm like for a Disney shoe, like, like if this is comfortable, like it's breathable, like that would, might be something I would do. The only problem is it like doesn't really back. I know it has that loop loopy thing, you know, to like kind of put on as like a slip on. So I'm like, I don't know, you know, like that might be uncomfortable. Okay, okay Ed, full disclosure, yeah. I know what that loopy thing does. That loopy thing actually, <laughs> apparently there's a thing on TikTok where people are putting that strap you on and they're calling it uh, X, mo- X game mode. Because here's what it is, that, that croc strap, if you put it on, it, it moves. It kind of like goes from the front to the back of yeah. the shoe. Yeah, it's it's it, Technically, it's a heel strap. So you can have it in the front if you want to use the Crocs as slip-on shoes. Right. But if you're going to do some serious walk-in and some serious action, hence the X game mode, you put the strap back so you can have the, the strap on the back of your heel so that way you don't kick off the Croc. That's for the serious walkers. So you can technically not use the strappy thing. Like it's like, oh well I'm just gonna casually I'm gonna put my robe on, go out and get the mouse, let my crocs on, not use the strappy thing. But if I'm gonna walk in Disney, I gotta have the strap on because, you know, God forbid I, I might be on, you know, we call it Space Mountain and a shoe will fly off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I gotta have it I gotta have the strappy thing on. Yeah. Because I can't you know, it's a small world, but you know it's gonna be big that croc flying across hitting some kid in the head. Because you know, cause that that boat shifted a little to the right, <laughs> or in Soren when I'm flying around my kite and all of a sudden I sneak it, right. it slips off. Right. It's to get it below me. Right, yeah. you don't want you don't want your Crocs slipping off at the most inappropriate time, you know? Because you know, it I mean, happens. <laughs> I don't know any males that have a Croc, so that's a, that's the thing. That's 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 the reason why I think I didn't didn't buy. It. I mean, I've seen guys wear them, so I'm like, I'm not like you know alone. But I'm like, I don't know anybody that I know. If, like, if somebody else was wearing them, I might try them. Like, just to see. I, I we know we don't hear we don't hear in the gridiron. Yeah, you know what? I'm going down hunting. You know what I like before I take out my deer? I wear my pair of camouflage Crocs. Just walking <laughs> around in the woods, just killing and maiming animals because I'm going to gut them and skin them and eat them. Yeah. You know, there's, that's, you don't really hear much of that. <laughs> Stacy's like, yes, you do. I don't know any hunter who's sitting there. I don't know any personally, any hunter. <laughs> Stacy right right knows I know two dudes. I'm like, you should text them and see if they wear Crocs. You know, when she's doing hot. that right now. So she, Right now, we're going to get back to a little later in the show. You know, because I I just don't see like the rocks standing there lifting trucks going yeah you know what I need Crocs the <laughs> so, rocks and Crocs sounds like a great movie <laughs> <laughs> I think the Rock would wear Crocs I could see I could see You're that sure. <laughs> I could that I could if see you smell what the Crocs are cooking the sticky mess <laughs> so. That's uh, that was that was my adventure for the week. It was my big shopping adventure. So of course, you know, on the way home, like I'm gonna have to bring this to the show. Thanks, baby, for the material. You know, because <laughs> uh, like it was kind of mostly a boring week. I'm trying to think. Um, I did buy a video game that I could talk about a little later on, but you know, and 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 oh, also too, Ed Stacy had to remind me. She asked me what I thought was 
Stacy, every once in a while, we are different in age. Uh-huh. But, you know, everyone knows that. Um, sometimes she'll ask me a question that I find borderline ridiculous because <laughs> it's something that, of course, I would know because I've been on the earth just a little bit longer than she has. Okay. All right. She asked me today in the car if I knew who Gumby was. <laughs> if you got a heart that Gumby's a part of you. you. Yes, okay, I forgot the lyrics of the words. I forgot the lyrics of the song. But I looked at her like she like like she grew a second head. And I'm like, of course I know who Gumby is. That's I mean, when you only have four fucking channels growing up. One of those shows is going to have an adorable little Gumby character and his pal Pokey, too. You know, like, of course I know who that is. And then I had to go and I had to push it one further and tell her that Annie Murphy used to do a, a bit in Saturday Night Live. And <laughs> I'm, I'm Gumby, Gumby Dammit. I'm Gumby Dammit. I don't understand. Like, they sound like an old Jewish guy. And that's where Stacy looked at me. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, why would you? If he said it, she's like, who's Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> well, she did, yeah, that would have been funnier if she did. I don't know who that guy is, but <laughs> I was just like, when she said, "Do you know who Gumby is?" I was like, "Of course, I know him." The Channel Twelve. <laughs> it was like, I was like, I think it was like the Saturdays. It was like he was yeah. Saturday morning. Yeah, it was like he was like the Saturday morning. It was right around the time where the good cartoons were being done and over with, he was kind of like, for me, I think like one of the last things I watched before I knew Siri, like Bob Ross was coming on after that, I think. It was like, hey, you're watching this. It's fun and all grand. And just, you know, this was like, hey, you're after, your day's over, kid, because Gumby's on TV and then you'll be fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, always, I, I always remember I always remember Gumby at um, like on CBS early in the and, morning. Like early, early in the morning, like he was like five o'clock in the morning. Like he he kicked uh, off the oh. Saturday morning cartoon, and he was like the, the he was this he was like if if you were a child and you got up super early for some reason and you turned the TV on, you know, wait for your parents to wake up to give you breakfast, you know, like you you know you 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 would see that you know like I I remember, I remember it was like early morning like uh, you know on the on the on the one of the big channels. Uh, I, I I used to have a uh, they. Of course, because Gumby and Pokey were so famous that they made action figures out of them. Not action, well, kind of like action figures, except they were kind of rubbery yes. action figures. I had a, a Gumby and a Pokey. You know, I had them as a kid playing with them. You know, like, you know, pretend it was Gumby going on adventures. And next thing you know, Gumby's infiltrating this, the, we call it the Death Star with Han and Luke for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just coming through and pew, pew, pew. Quick, use Gumby as a shield. He's rubber. He'll bounce, he'll bounce, the lasers will bounce off him. You know, quick, hop on Pokey and let's ride on out. <laughs> like, he was like a, like a space horse. You know, who knows what I was doing? But I just remember I was G.I. Joe and Pokey on adventures. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Duke needed a horse and Pokey was the only horse I had. So I put Duke on the horse, on Pokey, and they would ride off and save <laughs> Scarlet. You know? <laughs> that sounded terrible. While the evil commander was, oh, Joe! You know? <laughs> and then I would feel like, 
you'd be like, you know why they call you know why I call him Pokey? Boom, chicka, boom, boom. They call me Pokey too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Check out my kung fu grip. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you had a strange childhood. A damn straight. So what happens when you have four fucking channels? <laughs> it's either that or, or sitting there with your boombox waiting for your right son to come on so you can push record on the cassette player. Make yourself a mixtape. <laughs> That's terrible. It's true. <laughs> so that was my weekend. So uh, I, I so apparently you've not watched Mulan. I have not watched Mulan. Um, so what's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD then? What a horrible segue! But, you know, I figure I got nothing else left, nothing else in the tank for what else I did. I'm just trying to think. Uh, yeah, nothing else super spectacular. All right. Well, speaking of super super super. Damn it! Super spectacular. Yeah, uh, Superman: Man of Tomorrow is coming out uh, Tuesday oh, on Blu-ray, digital, 4K. Uh, so you can catch that one. Uh, I might actually pick this one up. I, I'm I'm indifferent about it, but I, I want to see Martian Manor because I don't think we got too much of him in these uh, series of movies. That's right. all I don't remember now. I, I could be wrong though, but uh, uh, the, yeah, you know, director I'm video. Interested. I'm interested in that one too. So. Maybe I'll. Um, Maybe I'm on my way to work or on my way home from work. Maybe I'll stop by Target and grab it. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. What else is coming out? Uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks is coming out on Blu-ray. This is the one with Peter Cushing uh, as playing the Doctor. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah. So if you're if you you know you you want something different and you haven't seen something like that in a while, uh, this is a TV. You want to see Grandma Tarkin fight some robots? There you go. <laughs> this is this is this is the week. This Tuesday, it's coming out on Blu-ray. All right. Uh, Psycho 60th Anniversary Edition is coming out this week. It's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Wow, Psycho's 60 years old? Yes. Shit. You feel All old right. yet? I mean, no. I mean, I'm still younger than the movie, so I guess I'm okay. <laughs> I'm still breathing, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. All right. And then the 4K of Alfred, the Alfred, Hitch, the Alfred Hitchcock col- uh, Classics Collection. Uh, it is uh Four move, th- four movies. Uh, that we have Rear Window, Vertigo, Psycho, and The Birds are the four movies oh, that are coming out. His, his 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 big ones. Yes. No, so. I. It's funny when you said that. I flashed. Uh, I have a Blu-ray set of the Alfred Hitchcock like box set, mm-hmm. and it's got those movies, but it also has the um, Man Who Knew to, uh, North by Northwest, um, Vertigo. Um, Psycho. It's got all his like even the the charade, the one with Sean Connery in it, oh. rope. So it's got like all the it's got all his hits, even the saboteur, hmm. and I think the one that um, Strangers on a Train. I wow. think that's also in there. Um, I always keep telling myself I'm gonna start watching them. Like I watched the first one, and but I've 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 personally seen Vertigo. I've seen The Birds. I've seen you know um, North by Northwest. I've seen most of them. Uh, and throughout time, mm-hmm. 
but I've never actually like, sat down to watch them like without a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, there. You know what? Since commercial break, there reminded me there was something else I've been doing all week. What's that? You're not gonna believe this. It's not actually my fault. Okay, I'm gonna start by saying this. Okay. Um, Stacy is, and she's in the process of getting a job where she's gonna be working from home. Mm-hmm. So, in the process, she she I don't know why she decided to revisit her childhood, I guess, and she started watching Degrassi, junior the the, the Degrassi High TV show. Okay. It's basically. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Degrassi High is basically a Canadian teen melodrama. Think of Beverly Hills 90210, except not rich, snotty kids. Okay. Okay. Um, now, I know I know Degrassi because there's a joke in um, Chasing Amy where um, I knew of Degrassi Junior High or Degrassi High because it's a fan of – being a Kevin Smith fan, I've heard the name a couple times. Yeah. And also, Kevin has actually done and been a, him and Jay have been a star on the show um, f- at the in, end of season four for a couple episodes. You know, like a little crossover type thing because he was he it was Jay and Silent Bob go Canadian. A that was the movie he was supposed to be making. That's a fictional movie that he was making, right. and it's you know cute little series. I I bought it on DVD because I'm a fan of Kevin, so I was curious about it. And it was a cute, it's a cute show, but it is definitely like teen melodrama like it's in in a half hour someone will they get be bullied and then it'll all be fine in the end <laughs> <You know? laughs> so she's been watching that which means i've been watching it too <laughs> and I, so i mean it, it's like oh you know you always know it's gonna be a serious episode when it's a two-parter like emma she got uh she was so decided to go go down on the boys or at least one boy and she went up getting gonorrhea in her throat and and it was a two-part episode you know like because everything was fine in two parts like right. no one ever went back to it i guess she got a shot and it was fine um there was um but in this with stacy's watching do you know that i'm sure you've heard of drake the singer right yeah well drake is actually his real name is aubrey something graham and he plays jimmy Brooks in this in in this in Degrassi it was before he was Drake so now he's in a wheelchair and the reason why he was in a wheelchair is because there was a school shooting and I I was like uh, it's very very teen drama teen melodrama that seems to kind of be all fine and dandy in a half hour you know or it's like little little moral vignettes it sounds ridiculous Uh but it's 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 quite it's quite charming in a way to see because it's a show directly out of Canada because they go a boot sorry you know like their their accents are very very Canadian and it's very like oh okay I could see why kids or, or teenagers would be attracted to those things because they did tackle like high school things of like you know like oh look I'm we're bulimic or oh I'm gay but I don't want to come out to anybody because I'm going to get picked on or I'm the school bully and I'm bullying people and because I have problems at home, like the, it's your typical high school drama soap opera. Uh-huh. I, I, that's all. That's all I got. It's not really. I just I've been watching that too. Oh. You know, <laughs> I've been coming in. And sitting down watching, going, What's going on? Why? Why? Like right, right before we got on the show, I was watching that <laughs> Emma and Cassie, were, <laughs> Manny, Emma and Sammy were 
were part-time bulimic because M they wanted to lose weight and 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 and, and Emma passed out in school because she was weak with the food she wasn't eating, you know. And Cammy or was trying to get an agent because she was in the last season. She was one of the leads in Kevin Smith's movie that he was filming. So now she's trying to pursue a, a career in the arts, and she was looking to lose a little weight. Don't worry, in the half hour, it's a two-parter. So I, I by the end, Cammy got the agent, and Emma, I guess, was fine. Yeah, you know, like she decided not to throw up anymore, just like that. You know? <laughs> I love the fact you went down this path. And it went nowhere. <laughs> it went, I just just tell me about my day, Ed, and I'm watching a team melodrama now. Because it was like it's like build and build and build. I'm like, this is gonna be good. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> there you go. I just hey, watching it. But so well, you said you said it remind you of a commercial or something like that. That's the <laughs> well, it's because here's why. Sorry, it's because sorry, because. We're watching it on um, IMDb.com, uh-huh. like through, or through the Amazon app that we have in the Fire Stick, and there's commercial breaks because it's watching. It's like it's not like why it's not it's the it's like the their air version of Hulu where it's like hey, da 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 Colgate. Now back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of so every once in a while I watch and they'll do like a bad cut where it's like. Oh, this is where a commercial should have been, but we're not going to do it here. We're going to do it 30 seconds later when someone's in the middle of walking into a room. It's just, it's just uh, like I said, it goes nowhere. I'm just telling you about my week. That's all. Anyway, so what else is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD? <laughs> all right. Uh, finally, this week coming out on Blu-ray DVD. Is uh, actually on DVD. It's the um, oh, I lost my spot here. Uh, oh, Supergirl: The Complete Fifth Season. Oh, okay. It's coming out on. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. It's, I'm sorry. It's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD and digital copy. <laughs> sorry, did I, I, I threw you off talking about teen melodramas. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we have for uh, movies and television. Uh, for video games. We have okay. uh, Kingdoms of Amalar Re-Reckoning, uh, developed by Kelly uh, Kellyo Publishing and, T- and uh, published by THQ Nordic for the PS4 and Xbox One and PC, and that'll be on Tuesday. Then we have New... Sorry. Necro... Wow. Nec- Necromunda uh, Under... I should read these. (laughs) 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 Undertive Wars, developed by Rogue Factor, published by Focused Home Interactive for the PS4, Xbox One, PC. That's going to be on Tuesday as well. As well as, oh, this one's bad. Uh, Nokia Madness, developed by uh, Carticle Games and published by uh, Ignition Games for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. That'll be on Tuesday. Then we have Sims 4 Star Wars Journey to Batu Game Pack, uh, developed by Maximum Pub, uh, Maximus, published by Electronic Arts for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that's on Tuesday. Um, then there's the Outer Worlds Pearl of Gorgon D- D- DLC download content, 
developed by uh, Odison Entertainment and published by uh, Private Division uh, for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that'll be on Wednesday. Then we have Bounty Battle, developed by Dark Screen Gems and published by Merge Games for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that'll be on Thursday. Then we have M.O. Astray. Hey, no, Astray, sorry. <laughs> There's no H. It's SJ. Uh, developed by Archpay and published by R- Rhetoric Games for the Switch, and that'll be on Thursday. And finally, we have Internal Drift, developed by Level 91 Entertainment and published by P-Cube for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that'll be on Friday. That's all that we Okay. Um, well, the, the, just a little background stuff here. That um, The first one you mentioned, The Kingdom of Almir, I think it is, uh-huh. The Reckoning. The re-reckoning. Um, that is, it's. It was actually created by R. A. Salvatore, the the science fiction writer, mm-hmm. Todd McFarlane, and I think he helped design the characters. And there was another um, a baseball legend. They 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 did this like little team up to make this game. And apparently, I've I tried playing it in the past. And I say try not because it was a horrible game. It's just that it's a it's one of those role-playing games where it's detailed and you can, you know, create your character. Everything you do helps create, build your character. It's basically like if you could get Tom McFarlane and the guy who wrote, like, this great fucking this series. I forget the name of the series now. Um, <laughs> uh, R.A. R.A. Salvatore. Look, see, even I know his name. Ready? He is... Um, He's done... He did wrote the movies Tarzan Adventures, Star Wars Episode Two, Attack of the Clones. Um, let's see, I'm going to Wikipedia because that's going to help more. <laughs> huh. uh, let's see, he has written notable works: Forgotten Realms, The Demon War Saga. Um, early life and career. He seems to be like you know career. He's Echoes in the Fourth Magic. Uh, he's done a lot of books. He, TSR was looking for an author to write the second book in the Forgotten Realms line. Uh, he first published novels with Chris. He's got a nice legacy of books behind him. I think I even own a book that of his. Um, <clears throat> he's also wrote Vector Prime, the first novel in the Star Wars uh, Jedi New Order. Uh-huh. He um, and it's controversial because it's the it's the plot including the death of Chewbacca. So. That obviously they changed that because that's the book I I talk about all the time. Yeah. Where I mean it was great. I mean it was it crushed me when they killed Chewie, but he went out like a like a Wookiee should on a planet blowing up underneath him. Um. He wrote for <clears throat> uh, he wrote the story for the PS2, Xbox, and PC video game Forgotten Realms: Demon Stones. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also did a story uh, edited a four book series based on an EverQuest game. He also wrote the bot chat lines for Quake 3 bots. So the guy's got some, you know, he wrote the dialogue and created a backstory pe- spanning 10,000 years for the fantasy game Kingdoms of Almir Reckoning, which was released back in February 2012, okay. originally. So it's a pretty decent, you know, the story I heard is really, really good, and I will. it's relatively cheap, so when it hits videos, I will game, I will probably scoop it up because they apparently remastered it from the ground up and I never really got fully into it when I played it on the 
I, I had it for the PS3. That's how old the game set is, <laughs> um, which is really not old. But I couldn't get really into it for whatever reason. Um, not because the game was bad, probably for whatever stuff was going on around me at the time. Mm. You know, you know, like life gets in the way. It's like, oh, I'm going to play this D and D game, and I'll get really, really into it and create a spend like four hours creating a character, and then play it for like two hours. I'm like, oh my god, I'm really, really into it. But you know what? Tomorrow I got to be here, and the next thing you know two weeks go by and you're going back and going wait where did I leave off what the fuck yeah. huh? like I don't well, what am I supposed to be doing how come I have 3,000 quests I gotta do and I forgot which one's the main one and why am I wearing that because that <laughs> doesn't look at all what I was wearing la- shit I might have to start over like, <laughs> 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 the thing is the thing I'm laughing is that I've done that it's like wait, what? we've all done it that's why it's so relatable it literally is you start up a game and you go like you have that confused look going wait what was I doing <laughs> shit I oh there's so much I gotta do now I don't know where I left off <laughs> I, 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 I'll pick this one I'll pick this quest and then try to follow that one down and maybe hopefully I'll get back in the rhythm of things because I get overwhelmed by all the like for whatever reason I say yes to everything in D&D games every, <laughs> every one of those games you wanna do it yeah sure Hey, you want to help me pick this, you know, carrots? Sure. You want me to do that? Yeah. You want to help me kill a dragon? Yeah, of course. Why not? Sure. You just say yes to everything. Everything. And next thing you know, it's like a page and a half of quests, and you forgot what you were, you were only supposed to walk across the room. <laughs> like, God forbid if I get into a crowded air, a crowded courtyard in, in a, in a, role-playing game and I want to want to talk to everybody and feel like oh maybe there's a chest over here and next you know I got a little kid going hey would you help me murder my parents and I'm like sure kid why not <laughs> you know <laughs> like maybe I'll get a sword at the end <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll get the murder weapon I don't know I was... <laughs> like oh look it's a it's a helm plus one I don't really need it but I'm sure <laughs> Because I could sell it later and get something I really, really want. <laughs> they gave it to me. There must have been a reason. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I did pick up a game this weekend, though. Um, it's the Marvel's Avengers game. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, it is... Uh, I talked about it before, playing the beta. Excuse me. Um... So I picked up the game Friday, plugged it in, loaded it up, started playing. It's not bad. It looks good. Um, the character design's still the same. They're, honestly, my opinion of the game hasn't changed, really. Uh, it's, it seems interesting. I didn't get far in it. Um, I have off tomorrow, so I might maybe deep dive in it tonight after we get done the show and be up till like, 4 in the morning being like, i got to punch another superhero. You know, Um I pretty much caught up to where I was in the beta. So, like, now everything else is going to be kind of new and exciting. Like, I found, like, my next adventure is to go try to find... The the Avengers are disbanded because something happens. Tragedy happens. I think, yeah, I think Cap is dead, though I don't know if they actually found a body. I don't know yet. But now you're playing as Kamala Khan, who is Ms. Marvel in the comic books. Okay. She... There was an explosion on... She, you find out how she gets her superpowers. It's kind of like a little bit of an origin story for her. Um, and how the world is, the superheroes are disbanded. AIM is, you know, this function, this corporation called AIM has 
risen up from the ashes to help try to find cure for the incident that would help cure people of their superhero abilities. Kind of like the mutant cure. They won't call them mutants. They're calling them inhumans, you know, because I guess Disney owned the rights. Well, Disney, Fox owned the rights to the word mutant. And so Disney used the word inhumans in the, in the, the, the show. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why they're calling themselves inhumans. Um, I haven't met any of the Inhumans that I know of, like Black Bolt or, or Crystal or Medusa or, you know, I haven't seen any of those people. Right now, it's me and fucking Bruce Banner trying to get the band back together and <clears throat> on a derelict ship that crashed in the middle of Utah so I'm, while trying to avoid, you know, killer robots. And I just found out where Tony Stark m- was last seen. So I was getting ready to, um, my next mission is to go check it out to see if I can find any clues where Tony's at so we can try to get information that the guy who's pretending to be the hero of the story is actually the villain of the story, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those like conspiracy things like, you know, oh, I, I hacked into this thing and I saw the truth behind the lie. And now because I know that truth, people are out to kill me. And the only people who can save me are I have to, the only way to be able to save everybody and show the world that this person is a bad person is by trying to find the Avengers and get them back together because they're the only ones that can help me because I'm too I'm a small fish in a very big pond kind gotcha of <laughs> um they said it, it's fun it's um I'm, in, I'm curious to see how they're gonna bring in other Avengers because I know that they announced they did announce it they let it known that Black Panther is in the game too that he'll be a playable character at some point mm-hmm. but they didn't want to make a big deal about it because of the passing of Chadwick so they were they kind of downplayed the fact that Black Panther's in the game um, they upplayed the fact that um, Hawkeye's daughter I forget her name she's going to be a playable character and of course because I have a PlayStation Spider-Man's going to be a playable character at some point in 2021 but a part of me is like, I don't know if I'm going to have the game that long. It depends on how well and how good the game is because they say after you finish the story, there's going to be all these missions that are be constantly updating every week with new missions that you can form teams on and do runs with to try to get the best gear, to jack up your characters. It becomes more like a loot crate type, you know, tchotchke game, like a running gun or they call it loot and shooter, mm-hmm. sort of. Hell, we'll see. See how it goes. Because, you know, other stuff's coming and, like, stuff's coming down the line. Like, they just announced that Witcher 3 is going to be put on the next-gen consoles, which made me happy. But then again, there's also Cyberpunk coming out, I think, in beginning of November. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what, what? You know, a couple months away, I'm in. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, that's there. You know, so we'll see if the game lasts that long for me. If I'll be going, yeah, I'm still playing it. It's Christmas time. Woohoo. You know, we'll see. All right. Uh, that's it. That's all I got as far as, you know, like my game review. Uh, I haven't been doing much after that. Um, however, I do have some news. Um, are you interested in The Godfather 3? Sure. <laughs> I mean, you could have said no. I just went on to the next article. That's all. <laughs> um, for anybody who's a big fan of movies, most people would agree that The Godfather and The Godfather 2 are great movies. Then it kind of falls short when you watch Godfather 3. Um, 
the only really memorable line in Godfather 3 is where Al Pacino says, just when I think they're out, I'm out, they pull me back in. I've, I've said it a couple of times, you know, which it, people say it whenever they think they're out of something and they want to get suckered back into it. Um, but apparently it never really went over. Like when you watch all three movies, anybody will tell you that three isn't that good of a movie. It was, you had Sofia Coppola playing as an actress and she's not really, really known for her acting ability. Um, but I think, you know, Francis Ford threw her, his daughter in because at the time, Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder, who were the hottest couple at the time, were supposed to be in the movie, and they split, and that kind of caused a riff in production, so the two of them bowed out, and in, in turn, he had to use Andy Garcia and his own daughter in place of that role. Wow. Uh, so, she was horrible, not not the greatest actress in this movie, and, and it just, when you compare it to the other two movies, it really falls short. The reason why I'm bringing it all up is because apparently Paramount Pictures is going to release Mario Puzo's The Godfather Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone. Um, it, they're going to release a new edit and restoration of the, of the Godfather trilogy entitled Mario Puzo's The Godfather Coda. The Godfather Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone. That is an awful lot of fucking to say. Rather, it's a new version of Godfather Part 3. <laughs> um Coppola and screenwriter Puzo's original. It's going to be. It's it archives director screenwriters Coppola and screenwriter Puzo's original vision for the finale, which has been meticulously restored for the finest presentation of the Carleone saga's last chapter. Um, it will have a limited theatrical release in December, followed by the availability of digital home video entertainment platforms and on disc. Uh, here's a quote from Coppola himself. Mario Puzo's The Godfather, Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone's, is an acknowledgement of Mario's and my preferred title and our original intentions for what became The Godfather Part 3. Uh, for this version of the finale, I created a new beginning and ending and rearranged some scenes, shots, and music cues. With these changes and the restored footage and sound, to me, is more is a more appropriate conclusion to The Godfather and Godfather Part 2, and I'm thankful to... Jim Giannopoulos and Paramount for allowing me to revisit it. Um, it's just be it's also too the Godfather Part um, Three. Believe it or not, was actually nominated for seven Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director. Um, so I, in order, I don't know how I feel about it to be honest, because um, apparently, in order to create the best presentation possible, they began searching for over 50 original takes to replace the lower resolution optics in the original negative. The process took more than six months and involved sifting through 300 cartons of negatives. Um, they worked diligently to repair the scratches, stains, and other... So basically, they, they, they're polishing it up real nice right. to bring it to you. But I don't know. You can still polish a turd and it's still a turd. <laughs> um, I, but again, it, it goes to show you, I think we're now living in the era where it's like, oh, Remember that movie you saw? Well, we actually have alternate takes and an alternate study, so we're going to put it all together and create a brand new movie with stuff and be like, hey, here you go. Um, here's a new version of the movie. And it, it frustrates me a little bit because I own the Godfather trilogy on Blu-ray, and I would have thought that would have been the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I, I will always watch one and two, and maybe if I'm if I'm in the mood, I'll watch three. Because three isn't is it's again, like I said, not the best of the trilogy to me. One and two is are masterpieces, and three is kind of like the it's like oh home run, home run, foul tip kind of <laughs> you know feel um, to it. But I mean, if they're going to go back to it and kind of remodel it, and, and maybe I don't know if they'll make it better because you still have Sofia Coppola's bad acting in it. No, no, you can't just take her out of it. I mean, you could hypothetically digitally remove her and put a, another actress in there, but that just seems like an awful lot of work, like no real return, especially when you have the problem of movie theaters. Are they being repopulated or not? Like, I know, um, I think I, one of my coworkers went to go see Tenet in the movie theater this past weekend. He said it was a great movie, but he also like there were the place was almost empty and because every, everyone had to sit like you know social distance themselves like it was like almost every one person per row type deal it felt wow. like like oh so I don't I don't know I mean I feel like you guys are I feel like this I feel like the Snyder cut is starting a slippery slope of all these other people going back hey you know what I made a movie that no one really liked that the corporations didn't really I had executive tell me I should have done it this way and now they're letting me go back to do it the way I wanted to do it and hopefully it'll be a better movie it just it seems to be like we're in the it officially feels like Hollywood has ran out of so many ideas that they're going to give you their original properties and just rework it and put it back out and just go hey remember how much you liked Godfather 3 or how much you didn't maybe you'll like this version instead <laughs> it's like well, how about coming up with some new original material? Well, no, no, can't because coronavirus. So here's a movie that we re-edited for you. Hope you like it. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, it's 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 a money maker. Is really what it, what it is. It's a cash grab that they can do because it's like how much how much would it cost to make a production like Godfather Part Three versus re-editing it? You know, doing like you know like you know takes are gonna be there. Could put a couple million into it. But it's gonna. It could be like sixty, seventy million. You know, like like the the difference is like you know like, you know, and people are gonna buy it, and we'll make we'll make ten, twenty million dollars off of it. You know, by percentage wise, that's that's a great you know a great haul. You know, kind of thing. It might be more. You know, if if the if enough word of mouth gets around, you know, on and they they advertise it or you know like those those kind of things, it could become the the you know a big thing. You know, and that's that's what's scary because, I mean, like. Like even like you know like uh, uh Superman two the Don- Richard Donner cut I mean they did that way right. back when you know like you know like uh, Richard Donner was the first Superman you're right you're right it's before, even before the Snyder cut it was the Richard Donner cut of Superman two you know and I mean it goes back even further like the the renegade version of uh, Highlander two you know like they you know they they changed it out just enough yeah. to, you know it's basically the same movie but they just changed the the premise of it and it made you know it made better sense you know and that's like it's like became a cult classic uh type of thing yeah. um you know it's, i think i can't think of anything else <laughs> there's two but there's, there's two that came to mind when we were talking about this it's like you know i mean like i mean but let me say that but that's the thing like it was few and far between like that was the that was the thing like i think you're right i think like the, like the the snyder cut is starting to turn people around going hey wait a minute if we can do that for justice league you know what else can we do this for you know and that's right. like, yeah. and, and that's warner brothers um, paramount owns godfather so i feel like every everyone's going to call like hey remember this movie 
I think even after Joel Schumacher passed away, there's just be a different version of Batman Forever. You know, um, with you know Riddler and and Two Face and Val Kilmer as Batman, I'm like, uh, I'd be kind of somewhat interested in seeing that. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I was saying like I'm 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 always hooked for alternative cuts for for things, you know, like you know, uh, of course though it has to make more sense. Like I watched the the director's cut of uh, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, and I'm like, I didn't see it. <laughs> like, right, right. I don't, I don't see the difference. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but apparently, I, I I had to look it up, and I'm like, they do the, this conversation was different. I'm like, yeah, there's still the same. The same result came out. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like you know. And I'm thinking, I guess I have to watch them back to back to really see the difference. Go, oh, and I'm like, yeah, not that big of a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, um, okay, let me see. Let me pull my my articles because I just stumbled across that. All right. So earlier we were talking about. Well, you know what? I'm gonna get to the. Okay, Batman, with Robert Pattinson. Um, the trailer we saw was they only got like 25 percent of the movie done. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about it. Yes. On, um, we talked about it last week, but the Batman halts shootings. After Robert Pattinson tests positive for COVID nineteen, wow. Uh, yeah, after a few weeks after wowing DC fans with the first trailer for the Batman, recently resumed production in the United Kingdom. Unfortunately, the reboot has just hit a new speed bump. Via Variety, a spokesperson for the studio issued a, the following statement: A member of the Batman production has tested positive for COVID nineteen and is isolating in accordance with established protocols. Filming is temporarily paused. However, Vanity Fair is now reporting that the infected crew member is Robert Pattinson, the star of the movie. <laughs> um, previously, the movie was actually forced to suspend filming back in March due to the ongoing health crisis. When Warner Brothers ordered the production shutdown earlier this year, only 25% of the movie has been shot. Regardless, director Matt Reeves was able to cut enough footage together to, of the preview of the film at DC Fandom last month. But according to a Variety report, the Batman still has about three months' worth of scenes left to shoot. Uh, the filmmakers are hoping to wrap up the movie by the end of the year. Um, obviously, this news comes as other highly profile, uh, other high profile filmmakers getting back on their way amidst this pandemic. Um, but also, too, I mean, The Rock just came out and saying that him and his family also have, um, what do you call it, Corona as well. Wow. You know, so it's it's kind of like, hey, just when you thought things were over, surprise. Um, <laughs> There you have it. Um, also, speaking of downers, Robert Downey Jr. has confirmed he's all done with Marvel. I don't know if you saw this article. No. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is making an appearance on the Smart List podcast hosted by Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett, which makes me kind of like, I like all three of them. Maybe I should listen to that. <laughs> Where he said he had no, he said in no uncertain terms that and this is a quote that's all done about his MCU obligations when asked about how he's balancing family and Marvel movie time after Iron Man's big death and Adventure Endgames spoiler <laughs> so those fans who are still hoping for Iron Man return in some way shape or form guess what it ain't happening um, of course there's a slight asterisk attached to the statement of him saying that's all done refers to his commitments filming Marvel movies, it doesn't necessarily speak to his time appearing on screen in MCU projects. Apparently, big leak from 
Black Widow movie reveals Tony Stark Iron Man has a cameo moment in the movie. However, um, Devil is in the details. Soon afterward, both that Robert Downey Jr. could show up in Black Widow, other rumors speculated that it could be a form of a Captain America Civil War deleted scene. So it wasn't like, hey, new footage. It's We're just reusing footage that was on the cutting room floor from Civil War. We're going to throw in here for whatever reason. <clears throat> Which makes sense if you think about it because this movie takes place probably during that time. It's obviously not after the blip because spoiler, Black Widow sacrifices herself to save everybody. Well, sacrifices her for the Soul Stone. Right. So, um, obviously, this is a period piece. Like, I think it's... So, it makes sense it would probably be around then. So, I guess... And since Disney owns those fo- that footage, they can do whatever they want to. They could do, like, hey, here's a, uh, here's a new Iron Man movie and it's just deleted scenes of him in all, all the movies. You know? <laughs> Of course, I'm sure someone will buy it. <laughs> I'd buy it. Sure. Just to see. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, like I think I also heard like he was supposed to do stuff like for the for the show stuff, uh, like uh, Winter Soldier, uh, 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 Falcon, and Winter Soldier, and uh, maybe sure. for Wandavision or something like that. So I think he's I think he has some commitments for that kind of stuff. So he's gonna. You know, fill that in. What if, if he didn't act? You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, put in for it already. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, like I, like I'm not surprised that he's not gonna do like any you know big time stuff because I think, I think he drained <laughs> Disney dry yeah. on that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, you kind of, you kind of. Let me let's face it. When you, I feel like Robert is a good cheerleader for whatever project he's working on. I feel like he is, um, for the moment, I'm not saying he hated working on the movies. Clearly, it, it wound up working great for everybody. Disney made a bunch of money off of it. He made a bunch of money off of it. And he goes down as pretty much a very, for a guy who had who had a good career and then struggled with, you know, drugs and alcohol. And I remember hearing stories of him going to, waking up in neighbors' houses and, having some real struggles to actually, this is kind of like a turnaround story to become one of the biggest box office draws of almost all time. But he did it with like, you know, like a smile and like, Oh no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm thankful. This is great. And he puts his heart and mind and also his body into it. After you're done, you just got to go, whoo, like where's the pizza? You know, like, let me just kind of sit back and relax and rake in the, let me sit on my millions because I'm done, I don't have to, I'm done working for it. Yeah. So I feel like you know, like he he earned his spot as far as like he earned his t- be able to go. Yeah, you know what? I'm done. I can now choose the. Maybe he doesn't have to be as. No, I don't want to say not as squeaky clean, but he can now put his energy into other, his own other, his own other, his own devices and his own things that he's that he's into. He doesn't have to be a company man anymore because now he helped that and created what could be arguably would be a milestone in, in cinematic history as far as a 22, two, a 22 film arc with all these characters accumulating in one final movie. And then it's, it's never been done before. Right. So, so he could kind of go, yeah, I did that. Now let me go make, here's a, a, a movie with me on a boat, you know, fishing. Cause <laughs> that, that's what I want to do. And I'm doing it for, pennies on the dollar because this is a passion project it's not a 
big box office tentpole movie. You know, so good for him. I mean, I think he's I think he's earned the right to be like, yeah, I don't want I don't want to do that anymore. I don't I don't have to do that anymore. But does he still gonna go? Yeah, but you know what? All that footage, we're gonna still make something out of it anyway. <laughs> And he, you know, for him, fine. He gets a paycheck either way. Right. You're like, yeah, we use that footage, and now every time that movie gets played on TV or we sold a, a copy of a movie, he's he'll get always get a cut. He'll get a residual effect on that. So even even if he never stepped foot on the, what do you call it, the Black Widow set to do anything, and if he shows up on that movie, he still gets a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, how could you not? Working for the mouse does have some benefits. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't remember filming that day. Uh, that's great. I got paid for it. Awesome. It's like realizing you get a, a refund on your, you know, on your tax, a bigger refund on your taxes, and you realize you're like, oh, I got an extra hundred bucks in my pocket. Awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> except for him, be like, oh, I got an extra million. That's great. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but oh, gave me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, he sneezes at a, a, a wad of thousands, shoots out of his ass. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm sorry, did I drop that? I was saving that for a rainy day. Let me just put that back. And, why don't you just hold on to it? Uh, it's, it's it's only a thousand dollars. Who put that in my pocket? Jeez. <laughs> right. You know. Uh, thousand, 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 hundred. Uh, who threw that in there? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, um, how do you feel about that, Ed? Any comments, questions? No, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's 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 great that he he can do that, and you know, and and you know, and I I think he left it on a good term in a way, you know, for it. Um, sure. You know, because you know, because you know, it's, I mean, you know, the next fall. It's always funny though, because like you know, especially how like like the high success he is, and then the next thing he does is do little, and then <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? You're only as good as your last hit. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, luckily he has enough money in the bank to be able to go. Does he really need to work anymore? But yeah, when you swing and miss on that, but we, I think we talked about it on the show that Seth Rogen actually came in to punch up the script. Um, at some point in time, because the script was weak. So there, when you have a bunch of writers, even Seth said that you know, when you have a bunch of writers like that, y- you can't really blame the actor, in a way. <laughs> right, right. But, but I mean, that's the thing, though. It's his, it's his face on sure. this. And that's a, that's the sure. thing, like, because that was the thing. Like he was, he was like, you go, you go, oh, Avengers, and you know, Iron Man, and blah blah blah, and you go, you know, how great that was. And the next one is Doolittle, and you're like. Hey, you know what? I kind of like that story. It's, it hasn't been told in a long time. Let's let's get that out there. And then, like, I, I mean, I still haven't seen it, so I, I really can't say. But it's only got one star going on. And you go and and you're going, ooh, like, <laughs> and I'm like and like, will he survive? And it's like, yeah, he's Robert Downey Jr. He'll survive. He'll he'll get another project. It's just like Tom Cruise can put out a shitty movie. Nobody will care. Right. You know, like like they'll watch the next thing he's in. Like he's. There you get through. There's a level of, of like almost like that untouchableness that you can, uh, right? Like he gets a pass, right? You know, yeah, like it's like, oh, I did a 22 films at Disney, and I've done this and I've done that. You know what I'm going to do? I want to work with CGI animals next. Oh, oh okay. I'm going to do Doolittle. You are? Yep. I'm going to do it differently too. It's not going to be no no musical numbers. It's going to take it serious. Oh. Okay. Good like, luck with that. You, you sure? Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. I'm, I'm RDJ. I'm everyone's friend. 
and then the movie comes out and it tanks horribly and almost it came out in January which everyone knows is not a good sign for a movie <clears throat> so it's like not only did it come out but they had production problems and a string of errors and things like that and then it apparently it stunk I, I don't know I don't want this to be a John Carter situation I can't I've never seen it so I can't say <laughs> if it was good or bad <clears throat> But I mean, um, I'm interested in seeing it too because I remember seeing the original one with Rex Harrison. Um, wow. <clears throat> that yeah, I you could go back that far. <laughs> that's that's my that's my Doctor D. <laughs> Same with your Gumby yeah, and <laughs> with the animals. If I could walk with the animals, I something like that. I don't know. <laughs> pretty, it's pretty. Squeak and squawk with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so you had the Gumby song I pulled out Dr. Doolittle <laughs> <laughs> yep we're really aging ourselves out of this episode <laughs> <laughs> you know I almost got to go in a complete circle because you know who else played Dr. Doolittle who Eddie Murphy Oh my God! You're right. Shit, I completely forgot about Eddie Murphy. Did Doctor Doolittle? <laughs> I went back. I went so far back. I completely blew by. What do you call it? Eddie Murphy's Doolittle? <laughs> right. And didn't they make a sequel? Yeah, Doctor Doolittle too. Yeah. Right, because it was his daughter who had this, who had the ability. Yes. In the second one. Oh wow. Jeez, I can't believe it. I went right by those two. Right now, someone out there is going, what about Eddie Murphy? You're absolutely right. That is a full circle. Uh, from Gumby to Doolittle. <laughs> I completely forgot he did that. That's when it was Eddie Murphy, child movie star. That's like, true. I was making movies. I went from 48 Hours and Beverly Hills Cop to Dr. Doolittle and Thousand Words and, and Pluto Nash. Because <laughs> I wanted to make movies for my 10 million kids. He's got ten kids, ten kids, but you know. And then um, I'm gonna Shrek. I'm gonna be the and to go back even further, the voice of Mushu. Yeah. <laughs> designer on you, designer on your cow. <laughs> yeah, wow, it's good. Good call, Ed. I completely forgot that he played Doctor Doolittle. Just came to Actually, you know what? This episode's all tied in though, because we're talking Mulan, we got Mushu, we got Eddie Murphy, we got Doctor Doolittle, we got Robert Downey Jr. Wow, Ed, you're we're painting with broad strokes today. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> speaking of speaking of broad strokes though, um Bill and Ted Face the Music is yeah. out. Yeah. Kinda. It's out in theaters, it was and also out in video on demand. I have yet to see it. Um, have you? I bought it. Let's put it that way. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you did? Yes, I bought the I bought the trilogy. Oh, I, 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 I was it was itching at me to to buy it. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I like the first one. I, I kind of like the second one. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, thirty five at the time for thirty five bucks to get all three of those movies it was a good deal. Yeah, it's still. I think it was you still know. going on because it was like just bought bought it recently for thirty five bucks. It's still going on, okay. you know, type of thing. So I was like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I don't have, I, don't, I have the first two on DVD, but I don't have the, you know, uh, digitally, you know, so I figured this is the time to do it, you know, to, let's pull the trigger, let's get the HD going, you know, on this, because it's, sure. um, so, but yeah, I haven't watched it yet, because 
<laughs> I, I think I have to wait with my wife because I think she's, you know, because she's, I know she's a big Keanu Reeves fan and uh, she likes the movies. Uh, well, she liked my, the first uh, one. I know that. My sister decided, um, I think this weekend, introducing my oldest nephew, uh, Logan, to the first one. You know, hopefully the, if he likes it, they'll watch the second one and maybe the third one too. <clears throat> but it's one of those like, it's it's a tough. I don't know if that movie still plays to a younger generation. You know, <clears throat> I the mean, original? they're two dopey dudes, so maybe it works. But I, I don't know if 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 the lingo and the attitude still hold up. Yeah, I'll I'll have to get Stacy to watch it because I don't think she's ever seen it. See if it works for her. <laughs> I think it will. I don't know. I just yeah yeah. I just let me know. Like I'm kind of curious. Did she did she did she, did it hold up? Did she did she enjoy it? Let, let um, us know. Well, the reason why I bring it up is because um, it actually it did a mediocre um the opening weekend did okay. I mean, it's going to sound weird to say this, but Bill and Ted Face Music made just over a million dollars showing over in a thousand theaters in the United States. <clears throat> I know it's weird to say like, yeah, Bill and Ted, you know, this mo- a movie did pretty decent by only making a million dollars in the movie theaters. That just goes to show you how dire the movie industry is doing. You know, it, <clears throat> when you're like, yeah, you know what? Bill and Ted Face to Music made a million bucks in the theaters doing okay. <laughs> 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 The majority of that number basically was was the success was found in drive-ins, obviously. Um, now, compared to the New Mutants movie, that movie made seven million dollars, by the way, which clearly is made more money than Bill and Ted. But I don't think it was critically as accepted because I'm hearing good things about the movie, not about New Mutants, about Bill and Ted. Okay. Um, According to forms of films, that uh, while Bill and Ted Feud may be doing well at home, it's a it, right now it's impossible to tell what it means in the gross dollars. Um, <clears throat> it was basically this article doesn't really tell you um, exactly the numbers because it's like, hey, like near this is a movie, it's on theaters, it did pretty well, so you know what, fuck you, I'm going to move on um, because it did surprisingly break a world record, believe it or not. Really? Um, yes, approximately. Um, um, let me go here it also goes down in history as breaking a surprising world record ready for this one the most people playing air guitar online simultaneously okay um, <clears throat> what do you call it when, uh, when Bill and Ted fandom were the most worthy group of people to break any it's a video of in order to break the Guinness World Record record for the most people playing air guitar online simultaneously, a minimum of a hundred people needed to participate. Thanks to ten separate Zoom calls, that amount far exceeded with 186 breaking out in air guitar all at once. As certificate shows in the end of the video, the video declares that it's officially amazing. Um, <clears throat> so Ed, guess what? I say we I say we can beat that. <laughs> All we need is 187 people to online simultaneously do air guitar. I mean, that seems kind of, and that's like a low bar. I'm gonna say, as far as air guitars go, <laughs> that's I a think, low bar. I mean, I look, I 
maybe next year they'll break it. They'll try breaking it. Like, you know, like, hey, it's the one-year anniversary. Bill and Ted face the music. In order to keep this streak going, we got to add one more person to the number. Just one more person. You know, it'd be great if they do like two or ten. Like, we want to blow this. We want we want this record to stand. I personally, I didn't know there was a world record for the most air guitars online. That seems like very been odd. It's like throwing a dart and go, okay, on that scale gun. Okay, who got online air guitars for September? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like I just, I just like, <laughs> in in the most bizarre Guinness World records. That one seems kind of like low on the bar, you know. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things. Well, you, I mean, like, I'm like, that's a thing. Like, like you, because you, because you, because you, um, you know, like, I mean, like, like somebody had to, somebody had to say something like that. Like, like, let's get in the Guinness Book and let's do this, blah blah. blah. And it's just like, and then that's the first thing you do. You have to look it up. Like, did somebody do this already? And then you go, oh my god, somebody. <laughs> this always starts, starts off. So I was drinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we decided to come up with an idea. Of someone just drunkly said, "Hey, I wonder how many people ever air guitar online uh, all at once. I wonder if we can make a world record out of that." And then they had to figure it out, and then find a way to legally do it. And then you got to call Guinness Book of World Records. And there's a at some point there's a meeting. I feel like there's always a meeting. Of them going, so yeah, I got a call in the office. Hey, Phil, what happened to you today? Uh, I got this weird call. Some group down in Santa Monica decided to get together and ask if there's a record on how many people air guitar online at the same time. I I don't know what the answer to that is. I told them I had to get back to them. I had to check. Uh, so here I am shuffling through this plethora of paperwork on has it ever been done? <laughs> I only have to go back so many years when video calls were done, so I mean it should be kind of easy. But I can really use your help here, Steve. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm 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 too busy trying to figure out how many nose pickers there were, how how long this person scratched his balls in one hour if if <laughs> if, it, if it beats a record. Like I just <laughs> I just feel like somebody out there. There's a guy sitting there going, having to go. Oh, I don't know. Is that really a record? There's a guy be a that's gotta be the suckiest fact checking job ever. That's the thing, like 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 you're going, I got this weird call. I'm like, that's probably normal for Guinness. Like they're probably like there's probably shit that there's there's probably shit that they're going, Yeah, we're not recording that. Like there is no way at all that is going to make it in the Guinness Poco World Records. I don't care if it's the Hey Guinness, I'm calling I just dismembered the body into 1,000 small little edible pieces. Is that a world record? Because I want my name in the book. Yeah, sir. Um, we're not. What's your name? Because we'll have to get back on you that. Call the cops. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this is a client uh, client user person uh, uh, confidentiality here. You know, get us. Get his client's car protection. There's no such thing. We're calling the police on you there. Uh, I've exposed myself to a thousand people in a span of 24 hours. Is that a record? Uh, I think it's a crime first, but uh, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it. What's your name and number? We'll get someone back to you. Like, There's got to be a call the police section of, of Guinness. 
there's just a bunch of people answering. There's probably a Guinness World Record on how many wacky phone calls Guinness has gotten in the span of a year. <laughs> I can lick my balls for 12 hours. Can <laughs> is that a record? And I'm thinking because some because that's the thing. Like it's somebody from Guinness has to watch you do it. Like it has to be witnessed. Right. <laughs> it's just like, like I'm like I'm like who's drawing the short straw on this one? Phil Drewby, I'm gonna see if I can give myself a blowjob card. <laughs> <laughs> just wow like phil you're really not having a good month are you i know after this and and the person eating cat poop i i don't i'm I, i'm in therapy <laughs> <laughs> and the person who's who's living with seven thousand mannequins in a one bedroom in new york i just Oh, I just can't. I, I need. I need a vacation. I'm, I'm stressing out here. Can you guys give me like a puppy one for a change? I, do I really need the? I it flashed a mob of people on the subway for ten, ten hours straight. I, I just can't. I, uh, this is why I drink. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, I gotta go and see this guy about how many. How many sex doll fingers he could shove up his ass at one time? Right. I'm about to see if a guy break the world record for the most consecutive orgasms with a real life sex doll. <laughs> the blow up kind. <laughs> Not the real doll. The old fashioned blow up kind. Because he didn't want to commit to the financial responsibility of a real blow up doll. The real doll. He he went with the air pump one. <laughs> The one that has the shock look on its face. <laughs> oh God, this is why I'm not, this is why I'm single. I just can't. How do how do I how do I explain this to my wife when I come home? I uh, I watched a guy groom his dog with his tongue for three hours uh, just to see if it was a world, just to see him beat his own record. Can I take these people's words for it now? <laughs> like, ooh, I hate. It's like the guy who's stuck. It's it's, it's the job the interns get. <laughs> <laughs> I want to graduate to the guy who puts as many how many cigarettes into his mouth. Like, can I graduate to that one, or can I graduate to the the world's tallest man? <laughs> I just, can I just meet him? Go get my rule, my 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 yardstick. Go, yeah, he's this tall. He beats the record. Call the day. That seems to be like a no win. That's I'm in and out in an hour. Take a couple <laughs> photos. Bada boom, bada bing, bada bang. I'm off to now interview the shortest person. I can get two birds, one stone. I give them both in the. I can get them both together in the same room. I got the photo op. I got the record. I can go home early. <laughs> instead, I have to be on the phone. With a guy who's screaming blowjob out a window for the last ten hours, <laughs> you know, I just it's it's ridiculous. I just I need a break. I'm I'm putting in some PTO time because <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to hit the world record for the most consecutive hours in therapy. <laughs> And I don't need a witness for that because I am the witness. 
Congratulations on winning that uh, that award. I, I I hope it's I hope it's I hope it's a uh, a long-standing record. Yes. <laughs> What's that record for again? <laughs> it was the most consecutive air guitar online. It was oh right, right, right. <laughs> See, that's how important it was. You forgot it in the last ten minutes when I brought it up. It was that riveting. It was. It adds, wow, yep, air guitar. That's my job is today. Air guitar, online, 186 of them. They're supposed. To, my question is, why couldn't they get 190? <laughs> what happened? What happened to four people? <laughs> Who bails on that? <laughs> the, sorry, my, I, I can't, I can't. You guys are scheduling this in my. I'm working. I get some off time. I'm I'm in another Zoom meeting with you know my kids' teacher because you know they're about to start school soon and I don't have pencils for them yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm panicking because I'm in a parent-teacher conference meeting because my kid mooned his students, his fellow students, in a Zoom meeting. <laughs> Flashed his bare ass. Right in front of her camera, in front of his whole student body, and now I'm being looked at. I'm sorry I couldn't participate in your dumbass air guitar thing. Because I'm looking down a barrel of a lawsuit. <laughs> Good luck. I hope maybe next year you'll get 190. <laughs> That's why I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get to um, some real, real news. I this has been going on for a while. This this Ray Fisher story. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about, but go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna go. Let's see. I think it goes back in. Oh, let's see. Uh, um. Okay. This goes back quite some time. Back almost three, four months. Right around when the Snyder Cut was announced, okay, Ray Fisher, the actor who plays Cyborg, basically said that um, Mr. Fisher recounted disagreements he had with the film's creative team regarding his portrayal of Cyborg and complained that his suggested script revisions were not adopted. Mr. Hamada explained that creative differences are part of normal pr uh, production process and the film's writer director only had been charged of these had been in charge of these matters. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to bullet point this because I'm going to be honest, I'm still a little confused by everything. Okay. Which is probably one of the reasons why I'm not I'm, I haven't brought it up really up to the show because it just really does seem to be more like he said he said it's kind of crap. Ray Fisher, Cyborg, basically complained that Joss Whedon and um what do you call it? Um Jeff Johns were kind of mean to him on the set that he was picked on or not picked on like I said he has all these allegations but every time someone says well what was it he goes oh I'll tell you at a different time oh. you know? and and I think it just should be looked in because I was mistreated fairly I was mistreated poorly I was treated poorly sorry you know on set and by everybody and that 
we got I went into a meeting with Jeff Johns and he said mean things to me and threatened my career if I didn't you know say and I'll be honest it seems to focus on a round of some of the stuff that he felt that Cyborg wouldn't do on screen as if he's been playing Cyborg his whole life huh. you know I, I know specifically there was a moment where he refused to say booyah he didn't want to say booyah which anybody who knows cyborg that's his thing no. it's that's what he says it's like it's like it's like bill and ted saying excellent no <laughs> way dude like it's just it's just something that he does right you know but apparently he had problems wanting to say it so i think that i think that a lot of people are surmising that when Zack snyder was pushing justice league cyborg was supposed to be the heart of the story that he was going to be the moral compass, and he was going to be that his part was supposed to be bigger, right? And that Zach leaves, Josh comes in, they change the storyline a lot, redo some cuts and some edits, and Fisher has some problems with it, and says, "Well, this is not what I was told," and he's basically saying, "Look, I understand that you have these gripes, but you know what? This is how we're doing it. Suck it up, Buttercup, kind of thing, <laughs> you know." kind of like look we're in the middle of reshoots we'll cut you if we need to right like i guess you know like threatening him with his job kind of type so he's been saying like oh well these people were mean to me but people are going okay what exactly are you what exactly are you saying that they're doing is this it was this you know racial discrimination was it onset abuse like was it like you know there's some real issues going on in the world today with workplace harassment and sexual harassment and cyberman bullying and racial tensions and all that stuff like so what is it oh well I, it just you just gotta take my word for it kind of thing like well you need to talk to my people I, I want I want investigations done I want investigations done so Warner Brothers finally was like okay fine we're gonna he's been talking he's been talking this way for quite some time now like first it was just Joss uh -huh. and no one really came to his defense or his support like the closest that they came to was at one point in in um, in Justice League. There's a scene where Flash runs into Wonder Woman and he's on top of her and he's all uncomfortable and shit. Right. You know, Gail. That was a Joss Whedon joke that Gail didn't want to do. So they had her stunt woman be in that position because you don't see her face. Her face is kind of turned and while with Ezra Miller on top of her kind of thing. Mm. She didn't want to do it. You know, but. The stunt double didn't find any story, but that's pretty much the only thing that really came out of Joss being mean on set or anything. Like he's kind of a notoriously kind of a dick sometimes, or harsh with his, his actors. Mm -hmm. um, but then, but that's it. No one really said that. I've seen Ray Fisher be talked down to, or it's all all this stuff seems to be kind of like, oh well, it happened between me and this person, and I have the, I have this I have what they say. But I'm not going to show it to you yet. And everyone's like, okay, well, well, why aren't you? Well, because I, I shouldn't have to. You should just have to take my word for it. And they're like, well, we, what do you want us to do? Because you're not really telling us what happened. Like, how can we, how can we investigate if, you know, like, hey, there's, what's going on? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, here, okay, here we go. Is investigation stems from tr this? Here we go. The investigation stems from. Fisher's tweets back on July 1st alleging director Joss Whedon's gross abusive conduct on set 
Whedon stepped into the, the finishing directing of Justice League. Um, he said, this is a quote, Joss Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg. Uh, accountability over entertainment, Fisher tweeted back in July. Um, so today, um, so Warner Brothers is like, okay, they issued a statement just recently because they were allowing that they were trying to do third-party investigations, but he's not really helping this. He's not really helping in this investigation. Um, let me see if I can scroll. Friday, the studio issued a statement claiming that Fisher was not responding to an investigator looking into his allegation that the film film director Joss Whedon was abusive. Um, basically, it was this moment where he's like, "Okay, well, we're, I'm talking to this person," mm-hmm. and then you know, for whatever reason, he leaves. Now, he claims the reason why he's cl- the reason why he claims he left was that they had another person on the line as a witness to this conversation, which he which he wasn't made aware of. So that's why he left because he that conversation because he felt like he needed to be his representatives, his lawyer should have been there for this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, it's, but still, I, it happened like real fast. Like, oh yeah, I'll talk to you. Oh wait, there's somebody else. Well, I'm not going to talk to you now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, and that's why I'm like I said, I'm, I'm so confused because today Fisher tweeted out after after basically Warner Brothers said like, hey, this guy's not at all helping us. We're we're we got a third party investigator in this, so it's 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 out of our hands. And this guy's coming back to us saying he ain't being helpful. He's avoiding me. He's trying to, you know, he's not giving, he's not putting up either put up or shut up. He ain't Mm -hmm. doing either. You know, so today, just today being, um, I think, mere hours ago. Yeah. September 5th. um, He responded, tweeted out, so you can better understand how deep this goes. After speaking out about Justice League, I received a phone call from the president of DC Films wherein he attempted to throw Joss Whedon and John Berg under the bus in hopes that I would relent on John of uh, Jeff Johns. I will not. A over E. That's his, um, I guess, you know, the whole... Um, where is it at? I feel like I'm bouncing all around this article because it's, it's like opinion piece. Accountability over, over entertainment. So... Mm-hmm. In response to Fisher's indicting that he spoke with DC Films boss Walter Hamada in his tweet, Warner Brothers came to the full defense of the executive and clarified their situation with the cyborg actor. Uh, despite the studio bringing in a third-party independent investigator to research what, what went sideways with the actor during the production of Justice League, this is a quote, To date, Mr. Fisher has declined to speak to the investigator, according to a studio sp- spokesperson. A Warner Brothers spokesperson issued the following statement, in July, Ray Fisher's representative asked DC Film President Walter Hamada to talk to Mr. Fisher about his concerns during the production of the Justice League. The two had previously spoken when Mr. Hamada asked him to reprise his role as Cyborg in Warner Brothers' upcoming Flash movie together with other members of the Justice League. Their July conversa- in their July conversation, Mr. Fisher reaccounted disagreements he had with the film's creative team regarding his portrayal of Cyborg and complained that his, suggestion script, his suggested script revisions were not adopted. Mr. Hermada explained that the creative differences are a normal part of the production process and that a film's writer-slash-director ultimately has to be in charge of these matters. 
Notably, Mr. Hermada also told Mr. Fisher that he would elevate his concerns to one media so that they could conduct an investigation. At no time did Mr. Hermada ever throw anyone under the bus, as Mr. Fisher has falsely claimed, or rendered any judgments about the Justice League production in which Mr. Hermada had no involvement since filming occurred before Mr. Hermada was elevated to his current position. While Mr. Fisher never alleged any actionable misconduct against him, Warner, Warner Media nonetheless initiated an investigation into the concerns that he raised about his character's portrayal. Still not satisfied, Mr. Fisher insisted that Warner Media hire an independent third-party investigator. This investigator has attempted multiple times to meet with Mr. Fisher to discuss his concerns. To date, Mr. Fisher has declined to speak to the investigator. Warner Brothers remains committed to the accountability and to the well-being of every cast and crew member on each of its production. It also remind, remains committed to investigating any specific credible litigation, allegations of misconduct, which thus far Mr. Fisher has failed to provide. Wow. Are you, are you with me so far? <laughs> My eyes just so went cross-eyed for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, okay, okay, I got you. All right, so now... now Fisher said, um, this is his tweet. Thank you all for supporting and seeing through the at Warner Brother or at WB Pictures desperate and scattershot attempt to discredit me to continue protecting those in power. I met with the investigator via Zoom on August 26. Below is an email I sent to my team and at SAG after immediately after. All right, so here it goes. Ready? Uh, hey, crew, I just got off the line with the investigator, had to end the interview early before going into detail with him. He definitely been put on the case by he's definitely been put on the case by Warner Brothers Pitcher, not Warner Media. His findings will go directly and solely to Warner Brothers Pitcher's legal. He also had another person online as a witness, which we weren't made aware of. I told him I needed to have a rep on this line as, as security for myself. He tried to keep me on the line. But I told him I would not he would need to consult my team before pre proceeding and then can we jump on a call discuss soon best right um he also continued to post it's also worth noting i made it clear to the world on august 21st that i would be venting the investigator to ensure a fair and protected process for all witnesses warner pictures has escalated this has escalated this to an entirely different level but i'm ready to meet the challenge a over e Wow. That's pretty much, uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty much everything to date. See why I'm, I'm hesitant about bringing it to the show because I'm like, I don't really fully understand what's going on because it seems to be like he's complaining about mistreatment on the set, but then not have anything really to back it up other than the fact that he wanted the character to do something that wasn't in the script or it felt like it wouldn't be in the script, and they told him like look, this is how we get it, but this is the writer, producer, director has final say. Kind of like, sorry, but that's how it goes. I, I, and then he's, I was going to say, I think, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's just, it sounds like to me like he wanted something and it didn't happen. So now he's making a big stink about it. Like, and, and he, I think in his head, like, I'm going to say, this is all speculation. So don't, you know, <laughs> Like I like I know him, you know. Like uh, yeah, we're best friends. He told me everything, you know. Right. Um, but uh, it sounds like he, you know, like something didn't go his way, and uh, and I, I think 
he, he wanted to make a stink about it. So, so Warner Brothers like, sure, we'll look into this. You know, like we, we don't want to, we don't want bad, any more bad press on this than we already have. Like, you know, like, like he, he's, he's putting a spotlight on something that we don't know about or we're not sure about. Let's get somebody to talk to him about it. And he turned around and doesn't want to talk to this person because they have somebody like who's a witness, which you think might, might, you know, be helpful, you know, so you're okay. You know, so, but he wants a rep to protect himself. So he walks away from it. So you go, all right, well, do you feel that, you know, like you could get somebody on the line and, and, and to do this, like, 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 like how, like how important everybody else was that they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, jump on this line and, and, and just, you know, discuss it, like put this guy on hold and go, it's going to take a while. Let me, let me find somebody. I mean, fine. If you have to reschedule, reschedule it. But it's just like, it's just sounded like he didn't even want to do that. Like he goes, you know, like, let me reschedule it a week from now. So that way I can get somebody, you know, to blah, blah, blah. So at least, you know, it would be something legitimate, but it's like, like so far he hasn't really given anything that's concrete. That's a, that's a problem. And I think he's also afraid to talk to this person in particular because he's reporting to a division that he feels that's going to protect Warner Brothers. Mm. Well, yeah. he I'm looking at another article because I once you said that you didn't know about it, I tried to grab as many articles as I could during the course of the show. Uh-huh. Um, and here's an article that says Ray Fisher slams Warner Brothers statement saying it's a sad, desperate, sad and desperate game. Um he claims that the, the company is protecting Jeff Johns. Um, it's here's he posted a video on his Instagram, and I'm not going to go there. But he, dealing his detailing his complaints, he said he was quote in shock and awe that Warner Brothers even had the audacity to put out a statement like that. He continued, "They do not know how many receipts I have for interactions that I've had. They do not know the people that I've been talking to." They do not know a lot of the people that I have that are willing and able to take part of the investigation, and that, unfortunately, is something that is ultimately going to jam them up in a big way. It was a bold move for them to flat-out call me a liar. Uh, He's like, it's the worst kind of spin you can put on that situation like this, he said. He added that the the statement had no quotes from Walter Hamada, or anyone at Warner Brothers saying that it was likely the company would throw someone's poor assistant under the bus for sending the email. That's unfortunately how it goes. It's gross. And the only way to cut through the PR spin is to hit it with hard facts, hard evidence, and let people know that you're not playing games. It's a weird game, a sad and desperate game, but it's a predictable one. He also doubled down on these claims about Jeff Johns. Fisher said that he and Hamada talked, quote, talked in great detail about Joss Whedon, uh, Johns, and John Burke. He said Hamada's excuse for the situation with Jeff Johns was, Ray, I worked with Jeff on Shazam. I don't think, I really don't think he would do or say that. And I go, Walter, you weren't there. I'm telling you, you weren't. You were not there when the man used back-channel communication to call me into his office and made the veil threat to my career. You weren't there for that. You weren't there when Jeff Johns contacted me in 2018, a year and a half after Justice League, while I was shooting True Detective, to gloat that there was another cyborg being used in the DC Universe show that he was producing. The cyborg in question, obviously, was the, this uh, Jovian Wade from Doom, Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Fisher then said, 
since I've opened up the can of worms, there's going to be certain things that I'm now going to say publicly, not about the specific experience in Justice League, but how the things have been handled up to this point since I've come out with my allegations. What allegations? He hasn't said anything other than the fact that, oh, he said mean things to me behind closed doors. I didn't tell you what those things were. You weren't there. You don't know what they are. But you didn't tell me what they were. But that doesn't matter. I, I'm telling you that, that he said mean things, and now I want something to be done about it. Now, I, you know, <laughs> and then they go, okay, well, Jeff John said this, and then he went back and said, oh, he, he t texted me and quoted, you know, like basically try to rub my nose in the fact that they got a, 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 a kid playing cyborg at doom patrol apparently looks good and is really good and i think ray actually went out and twitter like yay good for him you know like congratulations on the role kind of thing you know the camaraderie thing because now somebody else is playing cyborg mm -hmm. but but so far i don't in that whole conversation i didn't hear an allegation i heard that you know like oh well i have people who are going to tell me you know who are going to back my claim well you're not even making a claim yet or what specifically was said? Like, if Jeff Jones specifically said something to you in a text message, then you should have screen captured that. Where's the screen capture? Like, where, where, as, as the kids call it, where are your receipts? <laughs> you know, like, I, and that's why I'm kind of confused about the whole art. Like, this whole thing, I mean, like I said, I've been, I've been laying low on it on the show because a part of me is like, this seems to be like sour grapes, maybe in a way, because maybe your part wasn't as big. He wasn't really, in all honesty, apparently, like, because I don't know much about Ray Fisher, I don't know much about his career. The first time I've ever seen him in anything was Justice League. Uh, and I don't know about the True Detective thing. Um, apparently, he's more of a bigger star on Broadway like he's a, a theater kid, I guess you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look him up on on IMDb. A Fisher, F I. Well, I mean, you know, okay. as you're looking him up, I mean, it just it it sounds to me like <laughs> he's got six things in his filmography. That's okay? it. First one, um, the good, the bad, and the confused, which was in 2008. It's like a 10 minute, I guess, 10 minute scene, or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Um. The Astronauts Wives Club, which was in he was in one episode. Then he was in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice and Justice League as Cyborg. Then he was in True Detective for eight episodes as Henry Hayes. That's it. That is it. So I don't know. Like, I, I'm a part of me is like, dude, you're, you're, you're kind of, I don't want to say gambling, but you definitely aren't taking, like, isn't your career, like, aren't you afraid that you're, you better do something, because right now you're kind of shut up, put up or shut up, and if you're not going to put up, your career could be on the line, at least as an actor. You know, I don't know what he does in thick theater, I don't, I don't, if, if he is, because there's usually... Go ahead. I was gonna say like like I I think I think part of this is maybe like like there's some there's some things that we'll never know because you know we, we're not part of the business and the the one sure. thing the one thing though that like 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 you know watching like a lot of people like on Q and A's and stuff at panels from like different cons and stuff it's like like what like like casting directors see as a person you know and what like what they say so 
there there's there are times that like you know like and like you'll hear it like after the fact or something like that like the the blonde girl from um uh uh knocked up you know with Seth Rogen you know how she oh, yeah Catherine Heigl yeah she you know she bad that movie and then she she was in Grey's Anatomy and she returned her uh Oscar nom not Oscar nomination her uh, Emmy uh, uh nomination because she felt the writing wasn't that good you know that she didn't deserve it and you know right. like so she so it became difficult to work with but like it was all like nobody ever really talked about it but you you know like like that's why you don't really see her and stuff anymore like she was in a lot of like rom-coms and then all of a sudden she disappeared you right. know she was really up there and then next thing you know she she kind of disappeared or she's showing up on like and you know she's showing up on, on smaller things and smaller episodes right you know, so that's that's the that's the kind of thing because like like she's gonna be difficult to work with. I remember, uh, I can't remember. If she was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She played the Vengeance Demon. Um, uh, yeah, Anna, Anna, whatever her name is. That was the character name. Yeah. Um, uh, but she. Okay, now in all, fair, in all fairness, hold on. Catherine Heigl actually was in. She actually was starring in that show Suits. She was on for twenty six episodes. Okay. You know, but outside of that. She was in a movie called Unforgettable in 2017. Um, then she was on a show called Doubt for 13 episodes in 2017. Um, then between 2011 and 2019, Suits. Nothing in 2021 would anything really be in 2020. She, is, she went from TV star to try to be a movie star, then back to a TV star, it looks like. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, but I mean, like the the girl, the Vengeance Demon from from Buffy, we saw her at a Q and A one time, my wife and I, and she was talking like, like it's it's hard to get a job because you know, like, like they see you as that person, you know, and like type of thing, and and so so there, so it's like you, something you never know, like you know, and 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 that's so like like with like in maybe Ray Fisher's case. They know something like 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 Warner Brothers released something about him, like almost like bl- like a blacklist type of thing, like blackballing him from from getting right. jobs or whatever. And, you know, because he said something to, you know, so and so and they have so much power in an industry that, you know, it's causing it. And like it might be he's afraid to say something. I mean, that's that's one point of view. I don't know if that's the accurate point of view or whatever. But also, like too, like it. Be honest with you, it sounds a little crazy too. Like you know, like like it's it's like if you're not going to give up the evidence of what it is, then like what's the stink right. about? You, like you know, your, your your credibility starts getting put into question. Like you're you're making these claims, you're not proving any evidence. So at some point in time, someone's you're either going to be standing there talking to yourself, or we need. If you want this to take it seriously, you're going to have to seriously work with us. You can't just sit there and shout, you know, cry wolf, and then when, you know, when we start looking into it, you won't produce the wolf. Right. Like you, you're not you're not giving us anything to work with here. How can we look into this stuff? And then, and again, I mean, I, I agree. Like he could be. If he's afraid because of his career, his career is just starting. And and for me, I feel like I, I get it. You know what? If the only real argument here is that somebody told him, like, look, I get it. You want to make some changes to your your you know your character, but guess what? You don't have enough pull to make those changes. Sit there, say your lines, collect your paycheck, and be happy with it. Mm-hmm. 
You know, like that 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 could have been what might have ultimately pushed him over the edge to say something because he was treated poorly. Because maybe if every day you're being told, "Hey, I want to make some changes," I want to make, yeah, I don't think Cyborg would say this. I don't think he would, I don't think I should do this. Is like, like if you're going to be difficult, and sooner or later, maybe that person got pushed to snap back at you. You know, or maybe that person had a, was having a bad day and was a bad timing, where you come in and that person turned and said something mean. We've all done it. We've all had a bad day and we've in- accidentally taken it out on someone close to us or someone completely innocent and then having to apologize for it later mm-hmm. you know some people might have it could have been just that case of e- a bruised ego on his part and then them going back to the people going hey like look you know we should really apologize and then they're going i don't look if he can't if he can't take the fact that he i didn't mean anything by it he needs to get thick thicker skin if he's going to work in this in this in this area mm-hmm. because to be an actor, you have to have a thick skin because you're. it's a job of rejection. Hey, mm-hmm. I want this part. No, you're not good enough for this part. Hey, I want this role. You're not good enough for this role. Hey, I want to look like this person. You don't look like this person. Like, you, you got to build up that thick skin in order to be able to – you have to be You have to be used to comfortable with being turned down. And if it sounds to me like he got butt hurt in a way because he wanted – he was not being taken serious or he wanted changes and no one said, oh, okay, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. That's the picture that's being painted, but he's saying, no, it's deeper than that. Because of this, I got threatened on my job and all this stuff. And you're like, people are going, okay, well, if that's the case, that's some serious allegations. You need to produce evidence of that. We can look into it. And then, oh, well, and then you're being told you're saying, okay, well, what happened like tell us what happened oh well you guys just weren't there like it's but yeah we're not we weren't there so we need you to tell us what happened and then we can go check to see if that actually happened because that's we're not just gonna take your word for it you know because we have it's an investigation there's evidence that needs to be produced and a judgment needs to be made that's you know what we're trying to do here and you're just saying uh, we should throw all that out the with out the window and just go okay well we're going to fire all these people because you said so mm. you know when there is a bigger issue that there is multi-million dollars being put on the table now that shouldn't be that shouldn't that should be taken into consideration when you're making these things it shouldn't just be willy-nilly you want to ruin all these people cancer the cancel culture is so prevalent that a lot of people, you know, you can be caught up in that, and next you know, you're being accused of something that might or might not have happened, but you're still taking the blame for it, and you're getting, you're losing your career, and now you're, you're, okay, case in point, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Look at how messy that is. Mm-hmm. You know, with Johnny Depp, you know, she's saying stuff, bad stuff about Johnny Depp. The people wanted him off the off of the Fantastic Beast stuff. Like, right away, cancel them, cancel them, cancel them. And then it turns out that most of that stuff's not true. In fact, she's looking really bad at the moment. And everyone's like, well, where is your apology to Johnny Depp? You wanted him off this movie, and you wanted him, you wanted to ruin his career. Now, where is your apology? Because you were wrong. Mm-hmm. What if we would have done that? You would have ruined a person's career. It's like, it's like the modern-day witch hunt. You know, so maybe companies have to take like it, they have to take it serious. So if you're going to make that allegation, yeah, we're going to come to you. Give us the receipts. We're not going to have. We shouldn't have to just take your word for it. You know, we understand that's a real issue. But how can we stop the real issue from happening 
if we don't have the evidence to prove that it happened. Right. You know, it's it's like, <clears throat> you know, it, it's it becomes that who's ever making those calls or be like, I don't know what to do, man, because we're being told this, but when we try to ask him for help, he ain't giving us the help. So it's starting to question his his credibility as a as a an accuser. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he's like throwing his arms up, like oh, I can't believe they're doing this kind of shit to me because how dirty they're playing this. But all they're asking for you is to to produce the evidence that you say you have, and you're not. Right. It it's and it's that's, sticky. Like, <laughs> that's to say, it gets dangerous because now it's, it's like it's like you know it's like it's like we're not going to take your word for it. And it's like well why not? And it's just like well. Because you know you're 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 taking you're taking careers of people's lives, you know, like kind of thing. It's just like they, and it's just like, oh, you're just gonna side with them anyway. Like it's like almost like that, they're he's pushing for something, you know. Like I just heard like this week that John Boyega apparently was saying bad things about Star Wars. Right. Well, he said, um, I, yeah, and and ironically, not ironically enough, and Ray Fisher backed up John Boyega, my, Boyega's play. Um, of course he would. He now because now the he's trying to divert the attention that's on him onto John. John basically said, "Hey, looks, they don't know how to handle people of of color. They're they're or or let's face it, Star Wars has basically always been a dominated by a white male fantasy, you know. And it's true they don't have any many people of color or any women really any serious women in the series outside of Carrie Fisher and, and Billy D. Williams." So when you start bringing those char- more characters of, of different ethnicities and different colors and races and creeds and whatever, <coughs> it you you need people there to know how to handle that. And I think John was basically saying that they, they don't know how – first he was also saying too like the, the toxic um, people of Star Wars, which he ain't wrong. I mean no one's more shittier than a middle-aged nerd you know, who's been ignored most of his life and now that – geek cultures pop culture they feel like they should be the loudest person speaking in the room because they know more than everybody else mm. um but um i'm trying to think if i can get the article from boy yeah see if i can get what john said um in our news um okay here it is from wired um the actor's criticism of how the franchise tre- treated treated characters of color is obvious to those who watch the trilogy he's just calling it out um they basically first what they did was they had you know finn as a predominant character in the first movie in in episode seven he was a big he was a big character in that movie Mm -hmm. but by the end he kind of was like a third tier character you know he he kind of was basically regaled to calling out ray's name every 10 minutes you know, he had a, he had an arc at the end. You know, he helped with the resistance and fighting on horseback on the on the horses and all. You know, but as far as um, you know, as far as like being out there in the front, they I think they kind of they did kind of fall short a little bit. Now, granted, yeah. oh, no, no. See that? See that's the thing. It's not the problem. It's not the problem of of that's the thing. That this see this this is this is this is where it's all going to get dangerous now. Ready? Okay. Because all right. Well, I actually, it, I actually have the quotes. Would right. you like to hear the quotes? Yeah. Okay. Um, in an interview with British GQ, he said that while Daisy Ridley's Ray and Adam Driver's Kylo Ren got full nuanced story arcs, characters like Finn and Rose 
were sidelined in the finale of Rise of Skywalker. And this is a quote. You get yourself involved in projects, and you're not necessarily going to like everything, he told the magazine. But what I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character. Market them be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them pushed to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. You knew what to do with these other people, but when it came to Kelly Marie Tran, when it came to John Buyega, you know fuck all. <laughs> um, of course, his comments were surprisingly immediately picked up by everyone. Um, so, you know, and everyone's got their own opinion. So that's, he also noted that he's not talking about anything that wasn't already known. He's just saying it out loud. What they want you to say is, I enjoyed being a part of it. It was a great experience, he said. Nah, nah, nah. I, I take that deal. It, I'll take that deal when it's a great experience. You know? Um, so. But it's the thing. Like, like, but here's the thing, all right? It's 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 not the fact that they they like I mean like I understand that but like get this when they wrote that they didn't write a trilogy they wrote three single movies okay I agree and and yeah. so so they so so J J Abrams had this vision here's what's gonna happen episode seven this is what's gonna happen we're gonna bring these characters back because you know we want the original trilogy because the prequels did so poorly. They, you know, people didn't like them, so we're gonna bring Han and 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 Luke and Leia back into this. You know, blah blah, blah. and this is how we're gonna do it. And he does one movie, and then he goes away. And you go, you kind of go, all right. And you figure, all right, well, when Last Jedi comes out, or you know, what, of course, at the time, whatever it's gonna be called, is gonna be the continuation story of it. And in a way, it was. They had the characters in there and how who they were. But they didn't give them the proper motivation. All of a sudden, they kill off the the, the, the bad guy in the at the end. You know, at one point they do they resolve everything, and you go and I and I said it too. I was like, I'm like, wow, last trade was good, but I hate to be the fucker that's got to do episode nine because he this uh, uh, Rain Johnson screwed pretty much everything over. So at that point, you go, what can we do? And it's just like, well, everybody loves a Jedi. You know, let's 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 do let's do the Jedi thing. We're going to do the Rise of Skywalker, you know, and and do this this whole thing. And you know, and it's just and it's just like yeah, it was a total mess. Like they shoehorned the, the Emperor back in. You go yeah, in all the three movies, they didn't talk about him once, and then all of a sudden he's there. And you go that made no sense, you know. And then and go ahead. Okay, well, again, I'm, 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 I want to make sure that your anger or your dis, dis, dis I, don't, I don't know, I don't, what feelings would you say are you're feeling right now? I'm, I'm feeling angry. I'm not feeling angry at John Boyega. I'm feeling, I'm angry at Disney for the fact is, is that they didn't do the, they didn't do their job correctly. So John Boyega does have a point in a way, but the, the reality of it is, is like this: if they had it the right way, then John Boyega wouldn't have a point. No, right, and I do feel like he does have a, a strong point because I agree. If they had a full fleshed out three part story m movie arc, maybe they would have painted it better, and maybe those characters, maybe his character would. While he was up front in the beginning of the series, he was pushed back by the end. Right. Maybe if they had, if they had a full on story arc for everybody from for for three movie act. They wouldn't be in this position. Mm -hmm. Now, after the article came out, I mean, obviously, I'm looking at his Twitter account. You know, he did quote five days ago. If you can't read the full article, please, please let your top lip and your bottom lip become one. And then he also said, these conversations and these conversations and me sharing isn't about a witch hunt. It's about clarity to an anger 
that could be seen as selfish, disruptive, and self-indulgent, obviously in hopes for, uh, in hopes of better change. Brah. In short, I say what I, I said what I said. Love to all you serious, all you to all of you seriously. Your support is amazing. You know, and then so <laughs> that's so I don't I think that I do think that we live in a society where we go, oh my god, did you hear someone say that and not give the the full picture? Mm-hmm. But I I do agree one hundred percent. I do feel like in his case, and even with Kelly Kelly Marie Tran, like she gets introduced in the second movie. And then you got to figure out what you're going to do with her in a third movie when the one person that you were relying on to carry the third movie dies in real life. Like you kind of, and then you have to shuffle things around. Like I, Disney dropped the ball on multiple occasions for the last three trailers, the last three movies. I'm, I'll put that there while they were entertaining and an enjoying enjoyment. But as far as like, John's got a point. You know what? I you, you had me holding a fucking lightsaber in the first movie, wielding it with everybody else. By the third movie, I'm riding horseback, yelling "Ray!" Like, you know, that's kind of—it's a shame because like his—I don't feel like his character actually got like a full arc by the end. You know, he got like a nice little toss line, like you know, you Finn number blah blah blah. You're the reason why we're all stormtroopers who have left the order to become this because of you. That was great, but it was kind of a throwaway. You never really got to see that arc happen. Right. You know, and I feel like maybe if things were, if maybe, like if you said, if Disney would have sat down and thought about it and planned it out a little better, maybe they would have got it. Like his argument isn't, it's not false. It's not, he's not being, um, he's not lying. He's also, and I think people are going to take his, his statements and twist it, you know, in ways that are going to be like maybe, you know, not. I mean, let's face it. Disney gets blamed for everything because they're. You know, when when you're top of the heap, that's the one. When you're top of the mountain, that's who you take the shots at. Mm. Um, I think that his argument's valid, but there's nothing you can do about it now. You know, he can say like, "Yeah, I wish I, I wish I could say like I enjoyed the process," but by the end, he was maybe feeling a little pissed off, rightly so. Kelly Marie Tran, let's face it, she was pro- predominant in the second one. Came to the third movie, she was a background character. Like I think yeah, but I, I think I think the- I think because of what Rain Johnson did to her in Epis in in that in the Last Jedi, really kind of because she was she was threatened and she had to turn off her like you know uh, internet accounts or, or sure. social and it's just like and you go yeah you know what she's getting the death threats but Rain Johnson's considered a, a like a, a a master and you go I I hope they I hope they kick him off any project that he's doing especially <laughs> for Star Wars because it's just like. You go, yeah. You're going at the wrong person, you know. Like she, she played the part of what he wanted, and you know, and it was just like, right. you know, you, 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 you know, like that's that's not right. And 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 but but then you go, well, how are we going to fix this? Well, let's not mention her much at all. Let's put her in there because some people are going to be looking for her. But let's right. not. Yeah. You made such a big deal about her and her and her problems for the movie. Again, not her fault. I think that people. I do think that she was. One might argue that she was thrown in there to help create a more diverse cast, um, and that her part in the ninth movie was diminished because she wasn't as important as a character as she should have been because of the hype around her in the second movie. Now, that does not give people the right to kind of yell at her and blame her for a bad movie. No, she was written for a reason. She was an okay character. I don't, I don't, nothing against her. I do feel like her 
her character itself, if you pull her out of the movie, it wouldn't have changed much, I don't think. You know, but there unfortunately is a backlash of people who are going to be like, oh, well, she's, you know, and she, like you said, she deactivated her Instagram account, her Twitter, her Twitter account, you know, and then when you, you got to put her in the third movie, but where do you put her in? Because you can't make her the star because she's not Ray, she's not Poe, she's not Finn. You know, people that we we established in the first, in episode seven, and now you have a th- you introduce a a minor character like look at Benicio del Toro character in the I thought he would have had a bigger role. They made such a big deal that he's a fucking pop figure. You know, I don't I, know he, who she is. I, I thought she, I, I, I swear I thought he would be back in in episode nine. Like I like like I said, there were so many missed opportunities that episode nine did that you go yes you know and it's just like to me it was more annoying the fact it's like that that he wanted to put more of his friends in the movie than i think to worry about the movie itself i really do like like it's just like all right this guy's in there and you're going really you needed you needed him in there like like he wasn't in this all of a sudden you know well you're shoehorning in uh palpatine so why not shoehorn him in you know like it's just like you you get to a point and like, like i was frustrated by the end of that movie it was just like i'm like this is this was just terrible. Like, like I, I don't know, like who greenlit this. It was, of course, Kathleen Kennedy. But it's just like you go, really? You thought this was a good idea? Like this, this, this was the way to go. You know? I mean, I granted. I mean, it was hard to go. What do you do with Carrie Fisher? I mean, her family said, yeah, you could do like an, an image likeness of her. And I'm thinking you probably should have done that. Like you should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, instead of like, we're going to use footage from this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was like, it was and they, like, I'm like, that's not just that movie. It was like the whole trilogy. If you really sure. tear it down, really was hurt from beginning to end. Because like I said, they, they, they didn't have, they didn't have a, they didn't have an outline of what it should have been, you know, and they should have done that first. Like that's the, right. they should have done Everybody that correctly was, from the get go and it would have been fine. If you ask Lucas, Lucas sat down and he had the story arc for nine episodes he said it in fact at one point article he said there was 12 episodes in this in this skywalker saga let's say you know and then he cut it and it was supposed to be all around the droids i remember vividly reading this article or seeing him say it and that he knew where the story was gonna go from episode one to episode nine or episode 12 he got his six in and they handed it off and they didn't know what the date they should have taken what he said because I know he, he put his ideas in and a lot of them were like no no that's okay old man You're, you, we got this we know what to do you can sit down and take your four billion dollars that you donated and you can go away now you know or but we know what we'll do we'll have you sit on the set of Mandalorian because John Favreau loves you and wants to and is actually creating a decent show that would honor your six episodes while we do fuck all with the, uh, the last three you know <laughs> it, it, that's the way it seems all that being said, I do feel like you know, they should have had a plan from the beginning of what we're going to do, a three-part arc. This is how we're going to get from here to here. You should have kept all three. You should have kept J.J. Abrams for all three movies. You shouldn't have switched it. And maybe he would have gotten a chance to actually write a three-part movie rather than one movie and then go back and have to retcon some stuff from uh, the movie before him to try to make it all fit. And the, where their big bad guy is Snoke. You kill off in the second movie. What are you going to do? I remember in the comic book they had a clone of Palpatine. That should work because it's kind of canon. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, fine. All right. It seems like a weak. It seems like weak sauce. 
because you 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 kind of painted this as something different, and then you had a guy in the middle fuck it all up. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do now. Well, now I gotta I gotta rethink this whole thing. If you would have thought about it from the get go, I agree. Maybe all these characters would have had full better arcs, and maybe you could have introduced another character, or maybe you would have realized you didn't need the the we call it her character in the second one because maybe Finn could have had that part or maybe there would have been you know a lot of people were saying that maybe Poe and and Finn could have had a more amorous relationship like there could have been like the first gay couple in a Star Wars movie which would have been great would have been fine you know but they missed that opportunity they kind of did an offshoot in the end where two girls kiss because that was okay real quick and that made it okay yeah you know it, it just seemed to be like you're shoehorning in way too much because of oh, I the thought time I, I thought I thought the I thought the two the two girls kissing was worse than you know like like they just should have been two gay guys like you, you know two guys or you know because that would have that would have because it's just like now now you're now you're fueling the male ego even further like because you know it's like how many times like lesbian you know like things that like and it's just like I'm like ah oh, man really like you know I mean you know to me the the ultimate was the ending though of the of the whole thing you know with the with with her going. What's your name, Ray? Ray who? You know, Skywalker. Yeah, and you're going, Skywalker, yeah, yeah. It's like, really? <laughs> really? No. Like, own up to it. You know, like. But uh, to tie this back to, but to tie all this back to Ray Fisher, at least John Bodega, John actually said, this is why I feel this way. This is how I felt treated. He's like, I don't, he's like, look, I don't, I, he honestly, he felt like, oh, wow, I was frustrated. It, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, at least he told you what it was. Right, I told you what, what what pissed me off and why I was angry, and I hope they take what I said and learn for next time. I'm not. It's not about getting these people fired. It's about learning a lesson and moving forward. Where Fisher basically wants to throw people, feels like he wants people to lose their job because it's like because I said so. These people were mean to me, or they made me feel this way. These people should lose their job. It's like it's like, but shut up or put up I mean at least John said what he felt he said he said what he said he's standing by it and I can respect that and he ain't wrong where Fisher has got this whole you know I want to be taken seriously because this is how I feel okay we want to take you seriously You're, you have some serious allegations give us your shit I'm not going to do that what <laughs> like and again, this could all change tomorrow. He could be like, you know, here's my receipts. This is what I said. This is what happened. These are the interactions that I had with people. I recorded this. I have this screen capture. And then, great. That's And then let the chips fall where they may. Then if those people need to be fired, by all means, fire them. If those people need to be blacklisted from the entertainment industry, fine, by all means. If you got the ammo to put them away, do it. Because that kind of – that should not be tolerated in any way, shape, or form. Right. But you need, but you need to step up and be. You need to be the. If you want to be the leader, you need to be the leader. You can't just say, "I think this should be done," and then hand it off to somebody else. You know, you're going to have to take the good and the bad and the ugly with making those statements. And it almost seems like he's unwilling to. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe because he doesn't have it at that. You know, I, I don't know. I mean. Like I said, this is why I'm like, well, it's 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 an interesting topic to bring up for the show, but it also becomes like, well, it's two old white guys standing on, shaking their fist, going, you know what the problem with today is, like, I, kids, 
these damn kids with their ideas trying to yeah <laughs> just saying that, just just my, my good words gonna be good enough you know kind of thing right. get off my lawn so there you have it that's that's the show there's your big uh ray fisher story i glad i could fill you in now you're up to speed with everybody else you're probably just as confused as everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it either, and I and I and I hope I don't really, ever will. Really, it's like because I'm like I'm like because because at the end of the day, really, what you, what you have to think about is this is this is DC we're talking about. <laughs> sure, this, this, like, is, this is DC. This is Warner Brothers. They've always they've dropped the ball multiple times. Yeah, like, like like this is kind of like just really a drop in a bucket. Like like it's nothing. Like a pair of the big picture of everything. I'm like it's still the stacks. It's still the 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 uh, 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 Justice League. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's the. Uh, I'm gonna tell you this now before the Snyder cut comes out, or or you know, I'm. I guess the Snyder's out, right. isn't it? Well, the Snyder cut. The Snyder cut's gonna be. Um, it's not. I think it's gonna be 2021. Um, and it's just be in both four parts and or a full four-hour movie, depending on how you want to watch it. But it, this will probably go up. I mean, it, people are saying this is a publicity stunt from him just to keep you know him in the limelight to push the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um, a cut that he's supposed to be the, 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 the heart of. So you might see more of him. But the problem is, is if everyone's sick and, is sick and tired of seeing your face, are they going to want to go see the movie where you're the main one of the main stars in? As I said, after a while, I'm like, if you, if you don't, if you don't start turning this around to a positive, like you're, you're just gonna, people are just gonna be like, yeah, I don't care, like you know. And that's that's how I feel. Like I'm like I'm like this is still gonna be terrible. Even if it's a four hour movie, this is this is still gonna be a train wreck. <laughs> Let's be honest, right. you know, because because after you see it, you're going, you know, there's supposed to be another part, like. Like after you watch the four hours of this, there's supposed to be more that they never did and you'll never see because, you know, it's too late, you know. <laughs> right, unless um, unless they you know, unless there's some secret cut that is all like part of the movie that he filmed parts to fill out all three parts. Like you know what I mean? Like maybe he filmed so much stuff that he actually can do a beginning, middle, end. I don't know. Um, well, I was saying, like, like the, the 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 Snyder was supposed to end with uh, Dark Side coming, and that was supposed to be like, then that's part one, and then part two was like with Dark Side and all. Like, like right. we'll so never get I, that. I don't know, like, unless he had enough footage to create like a, a mini version of that. I don't know. I don't know either, but I don't think so. Yeah. I think we're getting screwed. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna watch a four-hour disappointment. It's what it is. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. It's it's what it's gonna be. <laughs> a right. four-hour disappointment, and you know you're gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> There's not a person who go, nope, not gonna do it, not gonna do it. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah, let me take a look, you know. I mean, I won't. I won't be doing HBO Max. So I'll be. I'll be waiting for it to come out on Blu-ray, and I'll. I'll pick it up then and definitely right. watch it. But I will watch. I'm. I'm not like I'm going to be high on the horse. I'm like I'm not going to do it. Of course, I'm going to be part of the problem. I'm going to be watching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got, Ed. Okay. That's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. And if you enjoyed it, don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. 
of course, if there's anything you want to add to the conversation or like our opinion on or just what we think or not what we think or tell us to shut the hell up, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com, and I'm not ready for the ending. Oh, that is S-H-A-W-N. <laughs> Doesn't do that for and then I have to keep going talking because Ed's not ready. There we go. What's wrong? Are, are you ready now? <laughs> it's going now. Oh, it's going now. So it's going over. So you have to wait for it to, to finish playing before. This is the joys of doing remote stuff and making sure everything works and then not working and then having to do stuff on the fly. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready to start over. Well, I'll sign off and then you can push a button. <laughs> I'm ready now. You ready now? Yes. All right. So, if you, again, if you want to contact Ed, it's ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior.